Sword Podcast, the number one CA Nerd Podcast, and the only CA Nerd Podcast that I know of. And it doesn't matter if there are others, because this is the best CA Nerd Podcast ever, period. If you disagree, then do you said. Join the Jim Cole as he interviews all the stars of CA Nerd, with successful interviews such as... Welcome to a special edition of FWZ Talks with me, Sam Cole, the solitaire of Sean Walsh's deck. That's the best you could come up with. Uh, it's the biggest thing I could have read. Who the hell is Sam Cole? Sam Cole, it's me. Oh, Jamkoff, who's said Sam Cole? Oh, if you want to call me Sam Cole. Who the Cole. hell? I was going to say who the hell Sam Cole was. He's Stone Cold's cousin. Sam Cole. Sam <laughs> Sam Cole, Team Scotsman. Sam Cole, Skull Scotsman. Sam Scott... Jam, that's a damn tongue twister, right? Because there's a place in Glasgow called Scotsman. Oh, right. Thanks for sharing that with us. I don't really care, but okay. This is a special edition of FWZ Q&A with my special guest, Jam Cole Sands. And this is part two. So, anything you'd like to say before we get the show on the road, as we say? No, we, uh, we're going to blast through these questions so we don't spend another two hours of your time. But I'll pre- probably think that you enjoyed the last one. We had a couple of uh, questions, some controversial questions, some uh, questions about life. I'm pretty certain we'll have some more about wrestling. As Then again, I don't really know all the questions because I'm here, so Scott certainly does. But um, we will uh, go through them once again. One thing I will mention, actually, is for any questions that weren't even answered on both podcasts... And we're on the um, the Ask FM page, and so I'll probably um, answer them on that page for ones that were like really stupid ones, or even ones that were um, questions that I just didn't get round to because you just weren't picked. But um, let's get it on. Well, as the host, I would like to say first and foremost that it doesn't matter what the guest says; it's my show now. It belongs to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, but whatever Janko says. Yeah, I love. I love to. See, I love to see you here. You are asking people questions. I don't ask questions. I don't even take requests. I just demand and get what I want. <laughs> Great. Let's take it to the questions. This comes from Antonio from Arizona. No, well, you're making that up again. That's not a person. Okay, but this comes from somebody on Ask FM on a word document. Why don't talk every day? Because. They don't. Because fuck. Right. Yep. That's my answer. But next question is, what are the top core promotions on your radar? And what makes them stand out? I like to always check out the league stats or shows that no one really talks about. I know everyone watches AWF, COH, and nothing against them, but that's what everyone talks about. And they've got their own thing because everyone's in it. But... Um, I like to sort of give, uh, I mean, GSF's the kind of big thing that nobody talks about, but I think Ray comes up with great, great ideas for the show. Uh, I've been checking out, 
I've been checking out VWS stuff. So I've been, uh, I think Hit Kid just come out with a, um, a show, his own show now called WWA. And I watched ACL, which is Chloe's All-Star League, I think it is, which is a bit of difference. I've gotten checking out Hakeem's, what's that called again? Uh, it's AC, ACW. Check that out too. I, I, I guess I just um, like to check out ones out that are, out of the scope of our, our groups, as it were. But you asked them what makes them stand out. Well, I guess production quality is one that some of them stand out. I guess just the ideas, um, especially with some of the, the anime ones or the fantasy ones, characters that I know in video games that I think is quite interesting that they're in the in the show. And I guess something that kind of lures me in would be you know the, the difference you know as it looks. I don't really tend to look at all of them that just kind of stream and them playing games, but there are a few. Um, of course, you and I checked out all the SPW2K that came back. Checked out oh, yeah. all the all the shows on that one, and we. I guess yeah, I'm just kind of always. If anyone ever says, "Hey, you want to check out my league?" That's you know, I'm always cool to to check it out. I guess it's just ones that I think, man, I like this. This is different in the way that its uh, presentation is. That's always the main thing I think. Because once you've seen one two three they're all the same you can't just give up and go this is just this is just like everyone else's oh yeah definitely i mean uh, repetitive repetitive actions are what cause people to turn around and say like this is too much it's the same old same old and if you don't stand out and be unique and do something different then you're not going to really gain anybody's attention unless you do the wrong things yeah i wouldn't say i i, I go out of my way to check them out it's more if someone sends me something goes oh you got to check this out this is cool and then i'll, I'll watch it like i checked um ccw sean's stuff when he sort of brought back one of his shows sort of check out what that was um and checked out vigilant pro wrestling which is uh, kind of stuff check his stuff out too yeah it's just it's just really honestly a case of as as kind of selfish as it is, you've, you've got to really like lure me, and you've got to give me something that's like, oh wow, look, I want to I want to look at that rather than just, you know, you open the show with a title sequence, and then you have the little my universe pyro, and then you do the crowd pan. And then I'm like, uh, I've seen this before. I know people will be like, well, that's a bit dickish of you. I'm just saying for people to just be different in the way that you small things like that. I'm not talking about a whole show, but even as something as the opening, if you give me a, a package, a video package or something, or something what's unconventional to open up a show is, is the question 20 minute long promos would this start to putting me off for sure but yeah yeah if, if you're talking about quality of an intro for example awf is something that's a big example on mm. what I, how they open the show and how they progress the show basically like if you raised as i said open up a 20 minute promo i ain't gonna listen for 10 minutes never mind the 20 i'm gonna skip past that but if you have an intro and something engages you and catches your attention it's gonna make you want to see more from the show and more from those characters individually yeah and i mean it's it's what someone says to you that says check this out because of blah 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 so um the core of honor stuff can be oh someone's actually got their own face doing a, a promo and then uh, Sean's usually has some sort of video package in the middle for a rival. You're just checking out some sort of details and stuff like that. I was I went I was a regular show of uh, regular watcher of AWF and checking out his stuff as well as COH. So I'm always checking them out. I just didn't talk about it because that's something that everybody decides, and it's kind of put a spotlight on guys that don't really get talked about. Well, for example, 
for like a show's opening intro where an opening package or just the intro for the show. There was a show years ago, probably around about two thousand and eight nine. I can't remember the name of it because I don't even think it aired one episode. But the intro itself was absolutely great. All right. The show, the song that they used for the intro was Avril Lavigne Girlfriend. Oh no, it was not. I one hundred percent. Why the hell would you think that was a good idea? Apparently, I picked a song at random. Hmm. Well, that's unconventional, isn't it? Absolutely unconventional. I mean, it's a, it's a banger of a tune, but I don't think it works in that. Is it one of your favourite songs? Absolutely. Like, if you see me in the, the dance floor, either that or... <laughs> oh, by the way, before we continue on, I'm going to tell everybody what my favourite five TV shows were, because <laughs> I couldn't come up with them. And I also got a lot of feedback from the last part of the Q&A that people felt I danced around the uh, who was the most overrated CAW and underrated CAW. I was going to try and tie the underrated one into one of the questions, which was to do with like who you'd sign or whatever. But we never got to that part anyway. And we ended up going in a different direction when we were talking about overrated anyway, because we were talking about people who had been in shows all the time. So it's only fair that I answer the question directly this time, since I ask people all the time. So here we go. I believe the most overrated person in CAW is Mason Chronic, and the most underrated CAW is Al Cabrera. Now, people are going to get hot with my opinions and stuff like that, but hey, it's just my opinion, and you may have a different opinion, and that's what this podcast is for when I ask the questions at the end. Don't get hot at me. It's my opinion. You can agree. You can disagree. We can have a nice, mature adult debate about it, but I don't want you and your cronies coming after me because I said this guy, that guy, and your boy, and your boy. That's my opinion, and that's the way that it is. If you don't like it, don't ask me the question then. Oh, yeah, yeah, we forgot which other one is. I think we've got three of, oh, well, we've got four, but I don't know what I meant. Well, I actually came up with, with um, I think it was five they came up with. So, number one is the OC. Number two is Grey's Anatomy. Number three is the X-Files. And number four is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Choice. They're my, my, my main four, so that's the answer to that question from the last one that I couldn't think of. Well, all your shows suck. Uh, that's about it. Oh, great, whatever. So, bounce back. <laughs> the never ending list. But the question is it's from Ben from London. <sighs> you had to scout your own top 10 core talents, no matter what compulsion or territory, who would you sign and why? Made him sound a little bit Chinese there. That's a bit racist. You're the one doing an accent of a southern man. Anyway. Alright. Let's do this. This is a good question. So, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. You'll have to keep up with this so I don't lose track. So, Sean O'Connor is one that I mentioned in the last one. He'd be number one. I won't say Jamal Ben because I totally got him. Um, I'd use Malik Brown, that'd be two. I'd take Alex James, three. Alex Marvez? I'd take, no, I'd take Lewis Rivers, four. <laughs> Surprisingly, as much as you just were a dick, I would have actually chose you five, but I feel like I should throw you out now. Well, I should be number one, so I want to just give a fair And then my next five would be Ray Geddes, that'd be my, um, my, my sixth. And then Connor would be seven. Connor Green? Yeah. 
Connor, fucking Connor James, get the hell out of here. Connor Green. Wait, that's that's, that's, seven, that's seven now. And then... What about Connor Hoggard? Who the fuck are all these people you're talking about? What about Connor Duggan? Who is that? Duggan James' cousin. What? And then eight would be... That Irvino kid from AWF. I love that guy. Oh, he's great. I love that. He's got that Mikey Ripret thing. I love that. So that would be my um, my eighth. And then nine would be... Oh, what's his bloody name? Jesus Christ. I don't know, you know. Just give me a minute. Let me remember. You're only at number eight. No, I'm a, yeah, we've got eight. I've just said eight. Yeah, just wait on number nine. Well, I'm trying to think. Give me a bloody minute. I'm trying to stall for you. Ah, um... That wild Lobo kid, Eddie, from uh, the new... Is it not a New Japan Core Wrestling, is that correct? Yeah, I think the name is the Should be called the what? The Mac. As a tribute to Eddie Mac. Eddie the Mac. Yeah. Well, over here, that's like he's calling himself a coat. Well, I am Eddie the coat. Matt <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to take you out. Not because you're an asshole, but I'll, everyone who's in the next headliner is technically separate because they're in it anyway, so I'm not going to count them because I, that, obviously guys like Al and Mikey and those, they are ones that I've chosen anyway, so that kind of makes a point. So I'm going to take you out. So that gives me two more. So then I would take John Blackos. And then my very last one would be JC Wolf. Fuck. I'm already messing it. What would be JC Wolf? <laughs> I just wanted to see what your reaction is. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a clever thing. I I'm gonna leave the last one open because that says to me that we're always looking for a new guy, and that's reserved for the people with new characters that always can come with an idea. Just like number one headliner of that. What? Like number one in the next headliner, the number ten spot reserved for me. No, I just kicked you out because you're already in that tournament, so. I've already yeah. kind of said to those guys. Unfortunately for you, I'm the boss, so fuck you, I'm in. Well, you're a bit of a rude host, aren't you? Well, somebody's got to be. Whatever. But my top ten would be Ben Hopkins, Ben Hopkins, Ben Hopkins, Ben Hopkins. Oh, yeah, that's it. Why don't you remove your head from his ass? Well, I was going to have Jet Pop Nader on it, but... <laughs> Of course you were. No, it would basically be just a clone of Ben Hopkins. It would be the Ben Hopkins brand called EHBCAW. That would be shit, is what that would be. Well, it's better than your top nine. Oh, crap, I just realised there was a guy from GSF I was going to say. Damn it. Oh, can, I have, can I have an honourable mention? Yes, of course you can. Honourable mention is Big Mike. And how and how it's a... Big Louisiana, big Mike. Because that's you want to talk about like sticking out from the pack. Those guys, pal. That's what I'm talking about. Well, he's definitely up. So 
But no, my, my big two in terms of guys who would be, you know, the ones um, that I would look at as guys, because I look at guys and I think, like, I look at an Alex James, I look at Avino, and I'm like, why are you doing anything with him? Like, that's fresh, it's new, it's great. Can we stop using the same people and do something with them? I know people are like, well, it's a slow build. But when I think about guys who I think, man, I want to nab them as opposed to the others, because out of those lists I said, most of them have kind of been everywhere. But those would be the ones where every single one of the person that I mentioned, I have thought about in what would I do with them, and I'd have an idea for every single one of them. Well, I personally think that I can't wait to kick out the finisher at two. Huh? I can't wait personally to kick out the finisher at two. Yeah, but you are, you dick. And I bet I will, you cunt. You know, I really should knock you out of this headliner, the way you're behaving. Well, I think you should actually promote me to the main roster and make me world champion, but that's a different, a different sort of thing. Yeah, let me let me get you to, to come out of the, in the show, I'll put the world title on you, you can cut a promo, and then people go, you know, that guy, I don't know what he was saying. Well, as Uncle Bob once said, how about you just make the world champion? And the answer to that is no. Well, fuck you then. But anyways, taking it back to the real questions, how is it possible to get acquainted with you? Uh, I'm guessing that means, like, talk to me, I'm guessing? Acquainted, familiar, you know... Well, if you ever want to chat to me, you can catch me on the Discord at, which is the Gianco, which I'm pretty sure there's a code on Discord, which I can also give you there. You can catch me on Twitter at FWZ Collection. You can see the same on Facebook at FWZ Collection again. You can also email me, for all you old timers out there, the Gianco at gmail.com. That's spelled T-H-E-J-A-M for mother, C-O. And I think that's about everything else, yeah. Well, the real answer should be that you shouldn't want to get a queen. Oh, uh, shut up and ask the next question. Okay, this, this is from German, I believe. What are, what are things you don't like America? I think what's... <laughs> I, um, I can only read it by height, but I think what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's See, you know how this is going to go. I'm about to bitch America and all the patriots are going to come after me now. Well, we are a true American speaker and support American Well, I'm not, because that's every thought coming into my head is not. I mean, of course, uh, you can't say anything negative about the leader of the free world or the country, the land of the free. Um, but, I mean, what first, first of all, your healthcare system's a bloody joke. I mean, what the fuck that is? That's bad you know, screwed up, but we won't get into that. Um, your portion sizes are really weird. Like, I don't know why they're always big. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the, this obsession with, like, ads for pharmaceuticals that are always on. Like, hey there, have you had a headache? You want some paracetamol? Well, now you need Scott McShannon's paracetamol. Now you can buy it anywhere. Do you remember when you used to queue for a pharmaceutical? I'm like, every advert is, you know trying to get me to buy drugs. And I'm like, well, you're already doing this uh, well on the war on drugs. Uh, I mean, we've got to talk about the news stations. I mean, when you think about when you want to pop on the news, you know, here we'd have our local news, so they would tell us. And the BBC ain't innocent, by the way. That's a, that's a separate conversation. But it's it's not, it's like a, it's its own thing. Like the channels are like this really angry people trying to push you one way to think. Like if I want to ch- see what's going on in the news... 
I've got CNN telling me about how evil everyone is, and they have one set of an opinion for a situation, and then I've got Fox, and they'll have a different opinion on a situation, and it's just it's really cultish, and it's really really weird. On, um, I mean, I guess I should end that with it's something else. It's it's massively something else when it comes to uh, news. And Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, a lot of influence in this world. Uh, they don't have opinion. Have honesty on it, which is something. Well, it's not even that. It's like it's 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 not even journalism. It's it's you know entertainment designed to control people to you know go a certain way and i think if i want if i hate it when they always have these people go yeah well we now go into to, to john in in south carolina who's going to tell me, well you know all these all these people they're you know, liars and stuff and i'm thinking i don't i didn't tell the news to hear your opinion i couldn't give two shits about your opinion you meant to be telling me what's going on because if, if i have that i'm just gonna switch the channel um by the way americans americans let's just talk for one moment why the hell are you protesting against nurses for the coronavirus. What the hell is wrong with you? Are you really that anal about being told what to do to stay in your houses that you can't take orders, that it's against your freedom? I mean, Jesus Christ, you've... You, once again, you're something else. You, you are something else. Absolutely. I mean, who the fuck do they think they are? I, I mean, have you, have you seen that? It's like, see, here's the thing. In this country, right, we, uh, we're doing this trend at uh, 8 p.m., Thursday evenings. We all go outside, clap for the... Uh, for the nurses, apart from that dickhead down the road that keeps bloody bagging with that panty ass knobhead, but everybody, um, everyone claps a couple minutes. I, I see this news article and it's got these people like standing in front of like nurses shouting at them, telling them that this is all a conspiracy. And I'm just like, you pieces of trash. If I was there, I would whip each and every one of your asses, and then I'd teabag every single one of you too. Calling an any jam call? What's going on here? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I got a little bit hot there. Well, I'm always hot, but okay. So, we'll take it away from America. I've been my opinion being that all the local sports can suck. And move on to the next question. And it tried this again, for fuck's sake. All the songs, German. What, uh, how do you use such great effects on your videos, such as your 3D stuff, like your nameplates and graphics? It's all through After Effects, Adobe After Effects, pretty much all through that. I could tell you how I do them, but we could be here for ages, but that's the program we use. Well, how do you, what program do you use for your PD effects other than Acid? Well, first of all, they don't have Acid, but it's After Effects as well. So all that stuff is done in After Effects. Premiere Pro is literally just audio, video, simple. I just started using stuff through there for just making things interesting. If we've got a pay-per-view, we're going to do a, you know big 3D text and just you know, spin it round and make it look, make it look like cinematic. Interesting. Maybe one day I can learn something from you. But I ain't teaching you anything. You wouldn't listen. Yo, excuse me. I listen a lot. You just no, you don't. You don't teach me shit, motherfucker. You're learning. Motherfucker. Why would I teach you anything when you don't listen? Because you're a bully. <sighs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm not sure I'm bold. <laughs> <laughs> What was your opinion on the world of sport revival? That's a good question. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, I mean, so we had a New Year's special, didn't we? And then after that, that was a test to see if it did well. They did okay. And then, with that mini series, 
there was like a little fight, wasn't there, when WWE did their NXT thing here, and it was like a um, yeah, like a matchup, and they were trying to like steal each other's talent, of course, because that's what WWE does. I thought it was okay, um, but I don't know what happened to. Her. I really don't know what happened, but it was difficult because. Even what like, the original one, Jim Ross was on commentary, and of course he's gone, and all the guys were different to then. Even different to then, the series where all the women and the men got picked up by the WWE, AEW, or somewhere else, and the independents were in turmoil anyway. So I have no idea how that would have worked either. But uh, I thought it was good. Um, actually, did uh, the tapings in my hometown, all at Norwich, England. That's where I was born. Um, very weird why they chose that uh, that venue, but I know that venue very well. But I thought it was. Uh, I didn't go to those tapings actually because I, I was living up here, so I couldn't get the time off to go down there. But I thought it was good. So what's happening though? Uh, maybe if someone can find out, tell me then. Yeah. Yeah. WWE opening up the NXT UK. Then I wasn't having WWE NXT UK. That really hampered any working relationship. Yeah, but I thought with World of Sport being on ITV, I thought um, World of Sport would kind of do a thing of like, okay, now we'll. You know, we'll we'll compete with them, do a thing. But the thing is with ITV, I don't really think they care about wrestling that much. So it's not really like a we must battle them. I think they're more interested in uh, other content. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. For example, we actually aired AEW and ITV four, I believe. Well, we did. This this was the thing. This would have been the next competition because what they were doing were AEW was going to be on ITV four because WWE changed their contracts with Sky Sports that they were on for like years and years they went to BT Sport BT Sport's difficult to get because that's a separate channel separate provider and then ITV4 is a free channel unless you're on whatever but Freeview and stuff you wouldn't be able to do that however now it's gone as of this moment and you can only check it out on Fight TV that would have been it I don't know what the hell happened but it was a real clusterfuck it was like we'll we'll air Dynamite the day the day after the evening after which is stupid because then you think of like spoilers and stuff and then if it's like a pay-per-view week, then we'll... It, it was a headache, I don't know, God, I don't know, but you could already get on fine now. Uh, working itself out eventually, and it's still a, a baby booming company, so once, obviously... What is well like that is, it's going to be the one that's going to have a big um, impact in this country in terms of even, of course, without the virus thing, but in terms of an actual live event, it's going to happen because old uh, Mr. Tony Khan owns Fulham Football Club, so it's more than likely that he would just use the... Uh, the arena for an outside one. I think AEW, what they really need is bigger names in the UK market as well. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, wrestling's going to attract wrestling fans. Well, it just depends on, you know, Kip is the only one they're going to do anything with, and Jimmy Havoc for, you know, doing that stuff. So as long as they do with those two, then I guess so far. No, we've got... David Huffman, do we employ the son of British, of the British Bulldog? There's a lot of names in the UK scene, Will Ospreay, but that's getting him from Japan, and it's the biggest problem. With Zack Sabre Jr., once again, the problem is getting him from Japan, and mm. a lot of the other UK talents otherwise are unfortunately tied into WWE, NXT UK, and I think Kaylee Ray may have been the last. UK talent that was affiliated and that's a female that was affiliated with AEW if I'm mistaken she's in NXT now yeah and I guess I think I'm, I'm not too familiar with a lot of names for them I wouldn't I wouldn't know about WWE NXT I, I couldn't tell you UK or whatever yeah but either way moving on <laughs> uh, 
What do you think of cheaters and romantic relationships? Cheaters and romantic relationships? I don't have a question. Don't cheat. Simple as that. Huh? You say you don't like getting caught out? No, I'm just saying don't, don't cheat. Yeah, I think you're a dirty scumbag and you can fuck off. You ready here first, Yep, uh, this is actually a question from somebody with a name. Oh, we got a name? Yep. What's the name? Oh, they, the name is Becky. Okay. Becky with the bad hair says, What was life like for you at age 13? Mm, I have no idea. Do you remember what, when you were 13? I discovered porn, so yeah. Oh, well, we don't want to talk about that. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. At first, that was half my life ago, so I probably still in school. Yeah, I think we're in like year seven or eight. Second year for me. Which was secondary school, which for yeah. example, held back for five years. <laughs> Life at age 13 was shit because we couldn't understand it. But moving on, what's the most important thing you know? Important thing? Yep, what is the most important thing that you know? It's a very big question. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let me, let me change it up ever so slightly. What's the most important thing that you carry with you to this day? Oh, um, just be calm with all situations. Like, don't jump the gun with stuff. Just be calm when you're dealing with people or dealing with situations. You know, don't go from zero to 100 as quickly as you can. Just, you know, be cool, be chill. You know, take yourself a little bit, uh, glide through life, as it were. Not worth getting angry with things. <laughs> well, this question that I've got for you here is kind of invalid now, since it's already went ahead, but I'll ask it anyway. anyway. And that question is, will WrestleMania go ahead due to the increasing cases of the coronavirus? Well, it did. That one's questionable, but I wish it didn't. <laughs> well, we can have a whole conversation of that, but yeah, that was pretty hard when it was going on, wasn't it? But uh, there's your answer. It's already happened, didn't it? No. All I can say is all the WWE local sports teams suck. Fuck them. Let's move on. Yeah. Follow-up question is, are you happy right now? Well, I mean, I'm talking to you, so it ain't that great. But yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, that's what they call morning with, ladies and morning phenomenon. So, is being a perfectionist a good thing? Yes and no. I mean, quality-wise, yeah. But it's not a cool thing you say to be creative. It can be a real annoying thing in your head. Imagine it like a little toothpick in your head, just kind of niggling at you, saying... Let's just say you've got something in front of you that you're creating. And you think, nah, that's not good. I'll change it. So you change it and you think, nah, I don't like that. So you change it again. And then you change it again. Oh, absolutely. And then you get back to the thinking, actually, if you just kept it to the first thing, it would have been okay. But because you want always better and change it, you won't get perfection. you just got to kind of settle for it. But then you don't want to settle because that's not being good quality. So, yeah, got to mess with your head. So it's not always a good thing. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the only definition between being a perfectionist and being anal. Yeah, yeah. But this brings us to another question, and quite an interesting, divided cultural question. And the question is, 
what direction are you going to be taking the Yuk storyline? And kudos, ah. to they, kudos to you for creating a racial storyline that's relevant to today's culture. Ah, yes. Do you know about this? Unfortunately, I am not a racial Yeah, of character. course you are, yeah, knobhead. So basically, for those that you don't know, if you have, if you don't, I mean, if you don't watch the show, then why don't you watch the show? I mean, come on, watch my show, David. Well, you even listen to this podcast. So what I've what I've did is like I've basically created a storyline where your typical feud of a guy breaking up a tag team. Now that's a simple formula, which I think has been overdone, and you would expect it to be, oh, I'm breaking up the tag team because I was better than you and I held you back, blah 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 blah. So it's a white guy and a black guy, one called you, one called Jack, and a tag team. Now I wanted to create something that wasn't wasn't like racial profiling in the in the you know oh we black people we've been hard done by because that's like nineteen eighties militant like nation of Islam and stuff and that's that's too outdated. I wanted to think about um, what could we use that's pro black but done in a way that's you know talking about real issues. But of course I've got to be very very delicate in the way that I handle it because it's not even about crossing the line it's like a big cube and i've got to figure out all these different things where what do i say what don't i say what's critical or not with of course being this pc culture so for example which kind of works now i can't remember what his name is uh, that recent news story that just come out now about the guy he's armand or something the guy that got shot oh, yeah. from the truck the two guys coming after him uh, i was even thinking about that like oh man you can incorporate that into the into the storyline but it's not a militant black guy it's a guy who is i don't even want to say he's uh like a, a representative of you know black culture or black media it's because even then i'm defining him as a black guy then he's being a, being a stereotype he's being i'm profiling him i don't want to be doing that i want to be able to have a guy that we can do a storyline that isn't you know the nation of domination where you know we, we beat up everyone but it's it's kind of using it as a heel that's justified in the things that he's saying, but going about it the wrong way. So, well, of course, try to keep an eye on it that isn't um, isn't too delicate. I appreciate the calm words that guy, he or she said, about um, a racial story. But it's kind of like, because I, I just see in America where it's, when you see like a, a community like the Black Lives Matter or a spokesperson, and they, and they put the point across, and it makes sense, and you just got, and then <clears throat> you would think that it's a great story you know, point they make and, you know, we can all sit around and listen a bit, especially in America, it's always, there's got to be some white guy coming out and being like, uh, blue lives matter, uh, it's bad. I said, it's just, it gets so lost up in this toxic argument that no one actually listens to what they're saying. So it's not about having a, you know, I'm not going to have like a, a racist redneck go after him because that's, that's going to be stupid, but it's more giving someone a platform to talk about issues that kind of work, but of course incorporating a heel where it's, you know, oh, you're, you're a little bit too far to the, to the uh, the left here in, in you know being pro black, but we're going to do it in a way that's clever. And um, I'm working with a guy who's doing it, who's a voice for it. Name his name is Gary Connell. He does the voice for for you and uh, well, actually now he now goes for a new name, Rakim Zane. So we're going to be we're not we're going to stay away from militant. We're going to be just doing our own thing. Where of course I'm talking to people who have, you know been in them environments, you know in America and getting there. I haven't just come up with my own stuff because even though I'm Asian. I'm not white either, I'm not black. I'm getting these guys to help me so they can, you know, kind of put down, well, what, how do you feel? What, what have you wanted to do? You know, what in, in situations? So technically it leads to a breakup of a tag team, and that's still going to be the story of the person come back at, at some point. I've kept him off the show for like weeks and weeks and weeks to, of course, come back at some point. 
the future to build for the pay-per-view. But it's going to be something that I just think is going to be... This is the kind of stories I want to do. I want to do real-life personal stories that work and that companies should be doing today without the, the over-exaggerated gimmicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can totally understand from what you were saying there, like injecting the realism into the story and stuff like that. But the Black Soul being the rebel without a cause and how he yeah. stuff. And, yeah, he might have a cause and he might have a reason for it, but it's how he conducts himself that will be interpreted by how people respond to you and what he says and stuff like that. It's kind of similar to the the whole Daniel Bryan being healed, but the, the saviour of the planet. The, Absolutely, the yeah, yeah. But obviously, in a racial racial standpoint, you know, it's similar in approach, very similar, but totally different. Yeah, yeah. Total different results gained from the from how you travel the course of the journey and tell the story. Mm. Uh, I'm familiar with the story up till the recent event arising and stuff like that, but I'm not familiar with the history of the story, unfortunately. But right, right. I'll probably delve into it. I'll be back. No, you won't, you liar. Oh, well. Very resourceful person and knowledgeable person and like new stuff. But that's down to you as to whether or not you want to do a, a, a history and stuff, or I just actually. Basically, um, the story's gone back since last year, so it's basically a tag team you can jack. Um, Bad tag team since the very, very first part of uh, FWZ, and there was some tension that I started created when Yuke was being beaten up, or sorry, Jack was being beaten up by Outcast. And you didn't come out to save him. So you go back and ask, why didn't you save me? And he comes up with an excuse. says, I was late to the show. I wasn't here. And he's like, I call bullshit. So the next week, they kind of, um, they, they beat bygones. You know what? Start fresh. Keep, keep, keep on going. Um, have a match. Lose. Get angry with each other a little bit again from, from Jack's side. Then they beat up Jack again. You comes out, same this time, as I would say, oh, I'm with you. You know, that was one one mistake. Have a match where they um, they go against Outcast again, but there's like a, a miscommunication, they run into each other. So I'm, I'm kind of creating that, you know, things are going wrong, things are going wrong, things are going wrong, kind of test the, uh, the, the relationship. Then we set up at the same PPV, the PPD, the whatever, big event. So we do uh, Outcast, you project again, and then they're to find each other. Um, Jack's you gets knocked out of the ring, and then one of the members Outcast gets in the ring. So things like Andre three thousand, and it's uh, it's Yuke in the middle of the ring. And Jack comes in, and then you think, yes, these two are going to gang up on Andre three thousand, and then all of a sudden, pow! Yuke hits Jack over the head, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, what the hell are you doing? And then Outcast pick up the win. You just have the shot of Yuke just standing there, looking at his tag team partner, no expression on his face. People are confused. People are wondering what happened. Then he grabs a steel chair does it on his arm, you know, almost, you know, damages his arm, damages his arm. Me on commentary, like, what the hell are you doing? You're sick, whatever. And then that's the end of that. Each week after, gets asked to come out and explain his actions, grabs the microphone, doesn't say anything. It's silent. We do that for one week, two weeks, three weeks, drag that out. It was only a couple of shows ago, actually, that then it was, okay, the Jamco's going to schedule an interview with you. He's going to finally going to talk. And that's the Event Horizon show 10, which is just before this recent one, so you can go back and watch that, actually, because that technically is the start of it. It's basically him, finally, after me digging and digging and digging and being silent, that he then comes out and talks about, you know, and promo wasn't, uh, I, uh, I held him up and I uh, screwed over, it's my time, blah, blah, blah. It was more, I've been used as a joke in this tag team. 
you know, all these, all these, why, why aren't there? And it's kind of a criticism that I've had. Why are there not a lot of black, you know, wrestlers in there? Why, why is it there not enough of it? Why has there never been one as a champion? Why have we had all that? So he walks off, and then all of a sudden, there's an appearance by Killer Mike from Run the Jewels, and it was a hmm. And then almost like his his kind of his mouthpiece in ways, like his protege going around, and then. I think we have a match from this recent one, Event Horizon, uh, Celebrity X-Title, got Brendan Frazier, guys keep coming out, before the match even starts, who comes out, just throws him out of the ring, gets on the mic, and then basically says, you know, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to be, this is Killer Mike, he's my, I can't remember what term we use, but I think like, associate. Uh, then he says, my name's not Yuke anymore, it's um, Rakim Zayn. And that whole promo, I didn't script it all, didn't write anything, I, I went to Gary and I said, Gary, do a promo. This is the issues. Show me what you got. And I pick. I like picking people who aren't in this like world at all. Just people who are maybe fans of the thing. I like to give you the opportunity. He knocked it right out of the park. He literally just gave me a promo. Came up with the Rakeem uh, Zayn name. Came up with the the group name. Everything. I literally just said do it. And um, that's kind of where we are at the moment. So you'll see what happens next. But that's kind of the gist of it. Of basically a guy rising up his tag team to basically, you know. Over things from you know his 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 you know his culture and things like that. That's kind of just a bit. Yeah, that's basically the long way of saying watch this show and wait to see motherfuckers. I mean, yeah, but at least I can tell you. Then you can be like, oh right, so because I'm not always going to have video pa- unless it's the pay per view. Then I'll of course you know wrap it up. But oh, you asked. It's, it's still a developing story, so there's no use for a package until it comes. To yeah. We'll have a quick fire round of these questions and I'll make it yes or no because some of these are the dumbest questions ever. But we'll start off with question, dumb question number one. Are you romantic? Sometimes. Are you a morning or night person? Morning. Hair colour you wish you had? Mm. I like my hair colour now, so... Ginger? We'll go I ginger. Have, I don't have hair, so I'm not going to touch that question. Okay. But ginger it is. Which side do you like sleeping at night? Well, it's not why I like sleeping, it's what uh, I'm designated by my girlfriend. Technically, if I'm facing the bed, it's on the right side. But that's the one I have to have firstly. My favourite side is sleeping on your mum's side of the bed. Ah, good one. Way! Oh, yay! Next question. What is the most beautiful place in the world and why is it Scotland? Fuck that. Went to, Ed- <laughs> went to Edinburgh one time. you got a lot of castles there, haven't you? Fuck Edinburgh, but yeah. Yeah, I went to Edinburgh and... Um, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all I can say. I went to Edinburgh. There's a lot of girlfriend's parents wanted to go to Edinburgh and I was like, cool. I'd never been before. And, um, you know, checked out some shops. Shops. Um, she wanted to go on, my girlfriend wanted to go on like this whiskey tour or something. Was it whiskey tour? Um, oh. And then like some weird mirror tour and they were like charging like 10 quid. It was ridiculous. Like, hell no. Um, of course, she the people with the bagpipes and uh, yeah, that's what I can remember of it. Didn't get to try some Iron Brew on tap though. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Long story short, fuck Edinburgh. But, Say that again. Do you play sports video game? I used to play Pro Evolution Soccer and NBA, but don't really play anymore. So the answer is no? No. Uh, 
what was your first video game that you remember playing? Oh, bloody hell. I think it was in the Mega Drive. And... I honestly can't remember. I'm going to say it's... It was a car game. I think it was... What were them car? What, what what are them cars that have like the lights that come up? Oh, Mortal GP. Yeah, something like that. I remember on the cars, it like it, it comes out of the bonnet. Could be micro racers. Something like that. I can't remember what it was. It was um, but yeah, Mega Drive or Genesis if you're American. Was it Bob's Eye View kind of game? Like you can see. No, it was like a it was a behind camera kind of thing. Behind camera, so that could have very well been. It was one of the sports car where the lights are in the bonnet and they lift up. They're not like a part of the part of the car, but that's all I can tell you. I'm not too sure on that one. I think the game I remember playing was in the Commodore 64. Oh man, that's, that's going back in it, my goodness. I couldn't even tell you what game it was. It was a paper boy for all I know. <laughs> but anyways, if you could choose a nickname and have people call you with complete and serious no matter how ridiculous, what nickname would you want? And that's from CC. CC? CC from DC. And also to go dance. Um, Minty Hummer. Minty Hummer? Minty Hummer. Why? Why not? Why in the first place? Well, I'm just thinking, hey, Minty Hummer. Well... I don't call go about calling myself sexy Scotty for not a serious thing. Fucking no, he's not. Oh well, fuck you then. So, if you could really sell your soul to the devil, what would you sell it for? Money. Money. Bitches. Money, money. In a rich man's world. Money. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not in my soul. If someone wrote a biography about you, what do you think the title should be? What a waste of bloody space. Well, that's one way to put it, but that even might that biography. <laughs> so, how do you control your anger? I never really get angry. If I do, I'll usually just curse and just like have this like monologue with the world, and then I'll probably feel better afterwards. So that's the clean way of saying masturbate. Who who masturbates when they're angry? A lot of people. I thought you meant to be like horny when you masturbate. Why would you be angry and masturbate? Surely that's going to do some damage to you. That would depend on how aggressively you do it. Well, why would you get in that zone when you're angry? I'm yeah. sorry, this is stupid. <laughs> no. Well, you're messing out. Well, that's just weird. Uh, it on how no, but it's meant to be a passionate thing, sex, and you're like, oh, I'm really angry, let's have sex. Uh, you could have a passionate masturbation session, so I'm pretty sure you But that's not that. angry, that's like, oh, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, kids. But you call beating yourself up, Jample. Yeah. But oh, moving on, moving on. Uh, what helps you to move forward with your life? Um, well, I don't have a choice, do I? Because, you know, we're living in the future all the time, so that's just not by choice. And, yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. But, move on to another question that's something a little bit more serious. What qualities do you value most in a friend? 
someone who's loyal, um, someone who's trustworthy, so you can tell them things. Someone who's got your back in general and uh, you can have a good time with and joke and stuff. But I think the trust thing's always a big thing because if you ain't got trust, you ain't got nothing. Um, that's just for all relationships, really. But trust and loyalty. Continue, Jampo. Huh? You're coming on to me. Well, I wouldn't touch you with a barge pole, pal. Now, fuck you, Angelo, about it. Yeah, good. What is the most popular sport in your country? Football! Yep, rugby is American football sport. Yeah, but that's fake football. Like rugby or? No, American football, that's fake, fake football. Yeah, that's just rugby with vagina pads. Yeah, that's like um, the, uh, the rugby players that need all the... Uh, well, as, as, I, as, I, as I say, a football for the pussies, isn't it? It's just basically playing dodgeball and a full body for them. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's rugby for them pussies down there. Need all that, need all them helmets, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much it. It's all those concussions and stuff that they have to play out. Yeah, rugby who never. I like, I like the announcers there. And here we are. We have Jacob Baker going down the left side, and he goes. He passes it to the to this other guy, and, and touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that, I like hearing that in goal, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he he stuck. No, it's, it's usually a little bit more like a documentary. Here he is. He's got Shannon. He's got the putts. He's got the the shooter there. Here we go, a nice, nice clean shot there. Here we go. It rolls down the field as it goes. And oh, fantastic, it's in the hole. I, I want to hear the Mexican football. I feel like we'll be a racist now. I feel like um, all the Mexican fans out there are going to come after me. Hey! That's uh, Mexican golf. That's that is something in it. Well, who watched the here Tiger Woods approaching the wood? Here is uh, here is here he is approaching the hole now. He's currently got a par minus six, and he needs to slowly. Oh, he just missed it there. Oh, it's uh, going to be another another round. It's like that kind of really sort of calm, calm not cute. It's like and you see the tiger now. The tiger goes up to his mate. And there they are, they're now docking. Here on live television. Yeah, long story short, fuck football. Yeah. But what strange thing about Americans or America? Don't we kind of answer this already? I think we have. Uh, I think when I talked about, like, the coronavirus and then we moved on because <laughs> I was getting angry. No, we'll save the American coping system for that answer. Okay. Okay, uh, what is the question asked by Tyler Durden? Who the hell that is? Tyler Durden? Yeah, we can't say his name because... We still love you, Tyler Durden. By the way, we all love all our fans that, uh, that watch my show and all the fans that have contributed to the Q&A, so uh, I do appreciate your time and your uh, questions that you sent in. Thank you. Yeah, but to anybody that's asked a stupid question, thank you for wasting our time. Yeah, for you, dickheads. I ain't thanking you. Tyler Bolton, sorry to drop your name because I know it's a secret about your club and stuff like that, but what is the most what? Important, what is what is the most important thing you have learned in life? Well that's kinda of similar to the other one, but um pretty much just uh don't be afraid to make mistakes, because uh 
it's not going to define you and kind of best way to learn really no one's perfect so just keep exactly. on that's why I have 24 children god I'll tell you something if there's, if there's anyone that 24 children it would be you well, I make mistakes I learn from <laughs> what 24 mistakes you I think you learn off the first two pal I, listen I make mistakes right at least I learn from so what made you go, get to the 24th and think okay maybe I uh we should <laughs> be different. I was out of breath and I was having a really bad day. 24 but, bad days. Well, anyway, go on the next one. Okay. With 25 or the next question. <laughs> Please, uh, can you can you even cope with walk? I mean, your child, uh, your child pay, what's it called? Um, Support. Yeah, that child support's going to be raking you, pal. Well, they don't know what I'm in there, though, thankfully. <laughs> God. They're all, they're all in the adoption system. This, this, just went, this just went really weird. It always happens when you have a conversation with me, let's be honest. But, moving on to big, happier and better ventures. That's the question comes from Shabazz Khan. Love How you. Has your work life I'm guessing you're talking about the virus, isn't he? I think, yeah, he's talking about the Yeah, I had a, uh, had a job that we worked with, like, emergency services and stuff like that, um, sort of teaching uh, certain emergency services. I just handled the graphic stuff. I didn't, of course, teach them. Um, but because of social distancing and stuff like that, they all had to basically cancel work because we couldn't go nowhere near one. So it was no money's coming in, no money's going out. So... Um, we'll get let go, which was such at the time. But at that point, though, that was when this was about to like this was at that point this was about to go nuts. So I won't be disappointed about it because everyone was going to be in the same boat. It was kind of more um, what was going to happen next and um, money wise. But that's happened. I'm okay. I've actually looked into well, not looked into. I'm kind of on that 99 percent thing of um, going in back into education actually at this time because I've kind of thought of it in terms of right well jobs are going to be difficult for the even the next part of this year because there's going to be no this goes back to normal overnight it will be slowly kind of over months this to happen and everything will be probably restricted until the next year in what I think unless you're Americans and you're weird but whatever and so I thought to myself well why don't I do some sort of education and get a degree but not UCAS or the actual um universities you'd have to go on campus because again you could do that and we still be restricted so be pointless so basically a thing in this country called the open university where most courses you can do online so that yep. way would make sense because it's okay still at home that i can still do all the stuff i need to do in the time that maybe you know restrictions are in place to get it done then we can get into it and then maybe get like a side job when, when everything comes up but it's going to be in uh, sort of counseling mental health s things so um, I'm kind of in basically finished with all the funding and stuff and um, that's it so it's going to be it's a good, good thing after all um, but yeah we're on the same boat so I won't really too let our oh, lost my job because I mean if you look at Americans unemployment rate oh my god that's ridiculous that's in the millions the millions oh, I feel bad for all the prostitutes that have been affected by social I mean, how are they going to make a bank club book? I don't know, do webcams or something. No, the, the, the 
point of being a prospect. Yeah, well, they don't have much choice, do they? They've not exactly got much choice prior to it. That was, like, their only choice. Yeah, but the whole point of webcams is, well, I can't do anything, so it's either do that or do nothing. Maybe they can't afford webcams, okay? What's going to do? Take a loan from the pimp? I don't know. Do something at the window? One. Touch green. But either way, moving on. What kind of coffee do you like, Jampo? Oh, big fan of uh, of, of coffee, absolutely. Um, I don't have a favourite. I just like trying different ones. So just always making sure that I have different types. Like each. I mean, I don't mean like I buy loads every single day, but buy different ones for like one month. I'll have this and finish it and do some. So I don't really have like a favourite. I kind of get like the African roasted ones, the um, the other one that I can't remember. I, mean, I think most of them are African, anyway, because where the beans are from. But just not different favourites. Can't can't put my hand on one. Well, I highly recommend a Peruvian coffee. A Peruvian. Yeah, I think Nescafe or Carte War actually used to do it, but that's... Oh, interesting. But my favourite coffee is homemade coffee, because I make the best coffee. Yeah, because that's just but probably the only thing you know how to do. Much better than you, clearly. Oh, what? Put your spoon in the coffee, put it in the cup, pour the water in, put the milk in. Stir, that's done. It's all in the method of how to stir that cup. Oh, bollocks, is it? Nobody's ever complained about a cup of coffee I've made, so fuck you. Yeah, we're lying to you. Well, hopefully you don't Hang a minute, you're meant to be the host, and you're telling me to F myself. This is why you'll never have a podcast. Last time I was, I guess, you told me to fuck myself. Yeah, because you were being a pain in the ass, and you weren't answering the questions. Well, you're not answering the questions, you're just letting me argue with me. Because you're telling me to go F myself. Well, you called me out, so I called you back out with that shit. Right, well, get on with it. Okay, so hopefully you answer this question with some integrity. But whom in the world would you most like to share a meal with, and why not me? Don't share me with you, goddamn. I would... I'd probably say Vince McMahon, just because... I want to know how he like how he thinks, because... There's one person in the world that I just think, like, how does he think in terms of there's things where I think, oh, he's a, he's a smart businessman. And I just think, what the fuck are you doing? And I guess this idea of how he's so anal about putting business first for everything, it would just be um, kind of a, a look at, you know, back in, like, the Capital Wrestling days and the Territory, because I'm always a big fan of checking out history from there, and just kind of his whole idea of what made him think that he was going to be able to make his company bigger than all the other territories because it never been done before and the kind of risk of you know this might not work this could just flop and our ter- our New York territories up but that would be my one I would probably have a meal with Hitler oh god why the fuck would you say that because if they distracted then I could take him out before World War 2 began yeah but you, the question was like a general one surely there's not like a particular point in time well, nobody said I couldn't go back and take have a meal with Hitler. I can't have a meal with him just now. He's fucking dead. Well, I know, but that's the question, isn't it? It's not then, it's now. Or whatever. It'd be a bit creepy if I was sitting with the fucking fake skull of fucking Hitler and eating a meal. Yeah. Here comes the red doll. But either way, moving on. What's Tiger King? Who do you think killed Don? 
Just say me that say that question again, you kinda of broke up a little bit. If the question is Holly D from Rhode Island. If you, if you've watched Tiger King, who do you think killed Don Lewis? Is it A Carol Baskin or B that fucking bitch Carol Baskin? I actually have not watched the Tiger King, so I actually don't know what you're even talking about, so maybe I will check it out and answer that another time. Cool. To answer the question, it's Scar from Lion King. That bastard. That bastard. The bastard. Fucking can't. But I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Is it okay to look like middle linebacker Brian Olatcher from the NFL in your boot? Or is it okay to look like middle linebacker Zach Thomas from the NFL in your dreams? <laughs> Who the hell are they? I think Sonny Stikes again. Zach, Zach Thomas and who? Zach Thomas and Brian Urlacher. I have, I have no idea who they are. Fucking what? You people I'll ask some weird questions. I've answered the question. No, it's not okay to look like some in your dreams because we can only see things from a first point perspective and we're not supposed to be able to see each other from a, unless it's in a reflective. What the hell are we doing? Losing about marbles from the sound of it. <laughs> Moving on. Name one thing you plan to do after a quarantine. Uh, go back to dogging that you said you know. I uh, probably go to a restaurant with my girlfriend and um, actually, you know, experience human contact with others. Yeah, my first thing is probably going to go out and get laid. Well, you would need to, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, well, it hasn't been that long, but okay. How long has it been? But how did you sleep? <laughs> Um, I smell great. Uh, no, I bloody didn't actually. I was trying to get the part one done, and it kept messing up. I was up till one a.m. trying to figure it out, and I still didn't work. I only fixed it today at like one in the afternoon, so um, it weren't great. But I'll promise to get a better night's sleep tonight. Yeah, damn Asian. You're supposed to be good with technology. It was so weird. It was like one of the audio. Tr- it was basically you know when we opened up the show, we were talking. It was fine, but it just wasn't having the audio play of the title sequence and it took me like so many attempts and it was to do with memory and bollocks and all that stuff well at least you know not to make the same mistake again well I didn't do anything it was like a weird thing that just wasn't doing it but it's done now we're having technical issues ladies and gentlemen well we're not having technical issues okay and you wouldn't even know anyway because when I produce the content it's it's done anyway yeah we're having technical issues I can't hear Jamco anymore <laughs> <laughs> Joking aside, do you know Jackson Wang? Who? I don't know. I think it's an abbreviation. Jackson Wang? Jackson Wang. Jackson Wang? Jackson, as in one. Oh, Jackson. I've never heard of him myself. I I don't know. I think it's a play on masturbation. Right, well, it could have been a bit cleverer than Jackson Wang. Exactly, they could have had to fiddle my cock. Surprise, I weren't you. Self-harm. Whoa, bit low. Well, that is technically self-harm in a different sense, but it's... Well, anyway, moving on. It's a different kind of relief, okay? But how did the FWZ get so big? Because it's vegetables, their vitamins, instead of prayers. Yeah, I mean, who who knows why it got so big? Um, 
you guys checked it out, you like it, and I'm very, very much appreciative of that. Um, I'm wondering if part of it was social media promoted on there, and kind of word of mouth. I mean, the, the, the great thing is people who have um, checked it out, not necessarily from um, me promoting it, but as they say, like through the YouTube grapevine or through the social media grapevine or um, as like a because I think the great thing is because we get bigger on the actual analytics for FWZ, it comes up on a lot of different people's suggested videos for wrestling. So that's kind of a good thing for impressions. So it appears on most of people are actually being able to find it who may not even know what this is or, or anything like that. So we're getting up to a, a bigger, and that's kind of what I like about this. This is you, you know, your typical CAW audience. It's a lot of different people from loads of different places worldwide as well. Got people on um, on Facebook who are from like Middle East who are checking it out and send me messages and stuff. And um, it's quite good to just have random people I don't know who just send me messages. But yeah, appreciate that. I guess it's I think a little bit's from Reddit as well. I do go on Reddit quite a lot, um, and they you can promote sort of things on the WWE Games subreddit only on a particular day. And I think that's kind of like a little secret weapon way to sort of bring it out to the masses. But um, uh, I, I can't give you one reason, but hey, I'm just glad that it happened, I guess. Hello. The answer is good luck and hate subscribers. Speaking of which, you've, oh. had, you've had the accusations in the past, Jam, for buying subscribers. This isn't a question from me, it's a question from somebody else. I'm just reading it as if I am the person. Okay. But I personally don't believe you did since you have received well on Reddit, especially for each post that you made. The question cuts off the end, but I'll just make up the last part after this. But what is your secret to put the paid subscribers and what is the truth? So what are they asking me? I don't know exactly what they're asking you, because the question cuts off, but you've had accusations of buying subscribers. Personally, I don't believe that you did, and you received pretty well on Reddit, especially for each post that you've made. So what is your blank? And that's literally it. So what is your spam guessing? Is? Well, that's not accusations. That's from one person, i.e. Danny Jackpot, who decided to send me a smart message saying, um, you, you remember this, don't you? Oh, yeah. I've had, when, he, I've had. when he goes, oh, um, it, I was in a Discord with him. I don't think he realised it was in it as well. And he posts something about, man, I think this guy's Because someone, I think Al or someone said, oh, I think FWZ is bigger than WEDF or something like that. And then someone got really anal about it, like, oh, no, it's not WED. And like, someone who probably works with it and said, you know, WEDF is uh, it's more prominently known, blah, blah, blah. And so he, like, sent, he's put this little message up, and that's what caused that drama about then with TJ in one way. He said, look at this video here and look at this other video. And it was basically a, a video of, mo- of, of one of my shows, which had, like, 2,000 views, and then this, like, other video of, like, 10 views. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm going, they're two different people. It's FWZ. And they're the one that's fucking French wrestling zone. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you haven't even got your evidence right, dickhead. And then he just claims, oh, I got, I got a, I got a message that, uh, that that someone claims you bought subscribers. I'm like, no, wait, you didn't. You just make it up, you dickhead. So that is an accusation. It's one person. Believe what you want to believe. I really couldn't care less. Yeah, I mean, all those fake subscribers don't. I mean, anything at the end of the day, Jam. I mean, you can you can go to subscribers are us. As well, they some oh, dogs yeah. do packages too. Nothing better than going to eyes and picking up the subscriber accounts. Well, either, moving on from Danny and how 
accusations as always. Uh, how long will you be doing core for? As long as people keep watching it. I'm not going anywhere, so I'm here to stay. As long as you pay a monthly subscription. <laughs> as long as you subscribe to my OnlyFans. Listen, I've got a lonely fans also. Oh god. You don't promote that now, do you, Jamco? What what's on your OnlyFans? It's Lonely Fans, it's my own website. <laughs> it's for all those fake people that like to make call accounts of females that are actually news. Well, you uh all all more power to you, buddy. Yeah, but they need to pay me a subscription fee to actually join the website. Nobody has to pay to join them. They can just join and freely uh, insult them for their post. But well, either way, either way, moving on from that sensitive subject, the next question comes from Timmy from the Tumblr series. Sometimes when I listen to the podcast, you tend to be quite direct to people, and I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Is that just your sense of humour? I'm thinking they might mean, yeah, my sense of humour. I think when they mean direct, like jokes, when I'm saying, like, your shit or something, where I'm just messing around. Yeah, it's probably my British sense of humour. I don't kind of get what the question is, but I think it's, um... Yeah, I, I, I mess around and joke a lot, and it can be a bit dry, which seems a bit direct, but I never insult anyone to be horrible or, or be malicious. That's just not, you know, what I do. I, I love everyone, and um, I'm just messing around. Yeah, we're all seeing a contract that basically even if Janko makes us cry, we don't have <laughs> anything in the dumpster. <laughs> but either way, speaking on the topic of podcasts, have you got any big podcast editions coming up in the future? Yes, I do. Um, or should I tell you this question? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be. Um, we're going to probably be doing some round twos. There's quite a lot of different people who uh, who came to the early editions. Um, Hakeem Johnson is going to be coming on at some point. Talking about Anime Championship Wrestling, who was a bitch to fight. Let me tell you, he wouldn't play anything. But I finally got him. Uh, we'll probably invite Sean Walsh back on. We'll talk about the Call Stars 12 cards. And so just, just, he's huh? He's already had two talks. Yeah, but he had two parts because he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, that's because you were talking for most of it. Oh, bollocks. Listen, you're the host. You should know better. Well, the idea is that we talk about like Call Starts 12 and like pick apart like the card and give some exposure to people and kind of pick his brain on how he picks things, but clearly you're you're happy about that, aren't you? Yeah, I, I reckon he was just sleeping on your nose. <laughs> yeah, he actually said he'd push me if, uh, if I had him on that next Call Stars. Yeah, he had his hand on on you when he said that, I'm sure. Um, I think, yeah, well, we'll there's a lot of people we'll bring back on, and I'm always looking for new guests, so um, within reason that is, as opposed to, you know, if you've been a dickhead in the past, no, but, yeah, we'll find uh, find new guests, just keep on uh, keep on doing it. Might do a few uh, shows with more than one person, get a little bit of a conversation going, so, yeah, that's kind of the plans for now. Well, I may have some future ideas on that one for you, but that may be just, like, call stars to for all our plans. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, we could sort of do some magic ones. Yeah, we'll see. Do you reckon that you, could, you would maybe use your platform as a podcast with yourself and maybe create feuds or doing character interviews? Yeah, well, that's a good idea. And we, we did dabble with that with Tyler Watson, which was unintentional, but that was something he wanted to do. And um, I did propose to ages ago with Sean. I said, you know, if you need, instead of you coming up with like a character, an interview character on screen, you know, 
that you just made up. We can do a, a platform, a part of it, where we stick two people in a room and, you know, when I when I ask questions, I don't just ask stupid questions like, well, when did you start seeing them? It's, all right, well, you know, what do we need to get out of him? We need to figure out why this guy doesn't like this guy. So I'm going to be direct and ask these questions to help it out so we can really bring people out of, you know, maybe give it a bit more of a spotlight to story, make it a bit more... More different, kind of the old school territories where you know you'd have a uh, you know, sort of Vern Garney and you'd sit down with someone and kind of like be like, you know, why don't you like this guy or do you think you can win and, and all these kind of things. So, as a platform for that, I think would be a, a great idea, especially if he's thinking, you know, I need to interview someone, maybe him not doing it as his Philip Ontario thing or anything like that, but actually kind of testing people's pro that would i mean that would test people's promo skills because it would have to be you talking about this guy and we'd have these two people and we'd have a kind of like sit down interview of this is so and so this is so and so you know and we're gonna you know oh, yeah. talk to them and, and sort of try and get more out of them i feel if you look at the build up from last year's call stars it was an idea that i suggested to yeah which is better than just you know he cuts a promo on his phone he cuts a promo on his phone accepting and then we go to the event and i just think there's so much more we could do for anybody where if we have for example bobby mitchell and fisk we could have them down and be like all right bobby why why'd you why'd you call out fisk and he says and then fisk what did you think when he called you out and then do what do you think of bobby mitchell have you ever watched bobby mitchell's matches and bobby mitchell being like what's the one thing you think you have over fist kind of these kind of questions that aren't you know well you're going to be coming into the ring this sunday night and now just want to get your thoughts on this match just be a bit uh more clever with it oh absolutely but it's up to sean it's up to him isn't it yeah it did do since uh living build up between ben hopkins yeah. and cross title and that's the kind of idea i suggested but they expanded upon my suggestion and actually made it work better within the confines of the story and i think Mostly that was kind of ad lib for being able to see people work on their feet and think and yeah. respond. Think they just respond based on what somebody said to them makes it just feel more organic. And yeah, it'd be an interesting thing for people to you know really have their what I'd call like their JR moment that that Austin three sixteen where JR would sit down and have like Austin and Triple H and McFoley and then have their moment where that defines them because it's that line they use and yeah that'd be cool. Speaking of interview styles and stuff like that, since you spoke about JR and Bone Cold, somebody's posed the question of what is your interview style, personally? It's more of just a fluid, very direct, but organised way of, of the, um, if I'm going to, got a topic, I'm going to be able to, you know, figure out what is it that people really want to know about it. If it's a controversy, it's going to be questions that haven't been asked where it's a, a combination of why did this happen and just i think people get wrapped if it comes to controversy for example it's people getting wrapped up in what happened but then it's actually how does this person feel and how does this person feel so it's plenty of listening plenty of um organizing and just being able to give them the platform to speak and having them f- being comfortable to be able to talk and that they won't be interrupted or I have a secret agenda for you coming on the show. It's very much, this is about you. This is about me, but you know, we're going to get down to the, to the, the point at hand. And I'm pretty cool. I ask him if there's stuff in there I want to talk about. So I always, you know, I'm respectful for people's, uh, people's feelings. Oh, that's, that's definitely a good way to look about it. So we'll jump on to the next question. And that is, what do you think so far, 
or what do you think of the success of the FWC? Bloody wonderful. I love you all. Thank you so much. Appreciate your... Uh, I mean, I, I, it's kind of weird, you know. I, I never really thought of it. I've never had a time to... Um, stand and sort of smell the rose as they say I've always you know finish a show do the next one finish the show do the next one I've got those other hobbies but if, if I if I think about this you know if I really think about this for a moment when I came back I remember even thinking is this even going to work is anyone even going to give a shit and sort of proposing a show out and thinking no one cares to come all this way and we've got you know people not even in this CAW stuff worldwide to you know all kinds of different people people want to be a part of it people commit i mean the greatest thing that i like is when someone comes up and says i saw your show you know it was amazing some of the stuff you did it was um it amazes me how did you do that and that's what i think i like about it because i put a lot of time and i put a lot of energy into it and for someone to say that it was good then that's obviously a great thing because they know that what they saw wasn't a quick project it was something i put a lot of time into so i appreciate it Interested to see what happens next, but yeah, crazy. I guess see how uh, how far we came. And by the way, I do this every. I do everything on my own. So this is one person's work. This isn't a team at all. Exactly. I mean, I'm not a member of the team, but okay. Yeah, you're gonna be a fucking member of the team. Oh. What video games are you playing at the moment? Yes, I mean, you should be playing on an iPad game during that. Have you what video game? <laughs> so, I'm playing I'm playing Animal Crossing on Nintendo Switch. Love that game. Also playing the Pokemon Sword, or I think the Shield one, somewhere on the uh, Nintendo one. I've got uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon sitting on my desk over there, which I haven't uh, unwrapped. On the PS4, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 5. I'm playing some Tomb Raider games as well. On my PlayStation 2, I'm playing Driver 3, which is what I use for the Jabal Bedlam um, scene. And then I've got my 3DS. got to play a lot of uh, mixture of Zelda games and Ace Attorney games, Phoenix Wright games. And I think, I think I've covered everything, though. I've, I've always got my old consoles that I whack out every now and then. I've got my Dreamcast, which I use a little bit of the old ECW Hardcore Revolution. I think one of the show three or four, where I did a little cool, like, Into the Vault, where I pretended Jet Tornado had a dad that wrestled in professional wrestling, and it was in the ECW arena. It was like an old, old, old 90s FWZ. And I got my GameCube. I like to play a lot of Mario Party games on that. And... Uh, yeah, I've gone through loads of games through sort of uh, Fallout. I sometimes go back to Fallout New Vegas. Got sort of Red Dead Redemption sitting there unopened, as well as uh, Sniper Elite and Just Cool. So, yeah, I've been through lots of stuff. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, game's really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 the games, they're, they're very good. Well, I, I haven't played games or video games particularly for a while myself. I kind of escaped that reality for a little while and kind of just did my own thing. But well, you should do is, uh, well, especially in this time, I've been able to actually play games since I've never actually had the time to. Having the money. Right. But at the same time, it's like, even though we're in lockdown, not everybody's going to have time, but I would make the time right now. What well, could you possibly be doing? You're waking up at bloody 5pm. Housework, uh, cooking, exercise, waiting the cat's ass, usual stuff. Wow. 
Well, nobody's going to change the tiger's ass in, in themselves. Well, they don't have a bloody cat. They're rodents. You've got a cat, too. Well, I do not have a cat. I hate cats. You said yesterday that you have your shoes, your slip-on shoes, and you might have to keep them... Keep them yeah, to chase the cats that come in my gun that aren't mine. Because well, they run, they run across my little fence. They then do that spray shit they do over the plants, or they try and dig it. So I go out to chase them off the little fuckers. Oh, they do that to ward off other predators. So yeah, well, I'm gonna get a gun out and I'll ward out them bastard predators, won't I? Catch on the flats and they won't come near them. Or how about people buy cats and keep them in the fucking houses? Don't piss in their garden, do they? Mark territory, so they oh, bollocks. They don't come in here because it's not a territory, it's a garden. Which of those got a scared cat and scared oh. oh, trust me, I've tried everything. Next time I'm going to already get a good old, uh, good old slingshot. I'm going to get the right stone back at bloody ear. Pow! I'll literally slingshot you into your own house if you well, try. Good old slingshot them cats. Well, hey, don't get offended. Keep your cats in your garden then. Well, that's not how a cat works. A cat's independent. I don't give a shit what it is. It's a child independent. Yeah, well, keeping a gun. Stupid stinkers. <laughs> Bloody tosses them cats. I'll fucking toss your cat in a minute. Yeah, I don't have a cat, so I would never dream of having one. Not all pussies need a pussy. Yeah, well, clearly you do. Yeah, well, fuck you too. But, eh, for a month. Your ability to speak and your language that you speak now was taken away and was given a cho- and you were given a choice to speak in some other language if you have no clue of it. What would that language be? Spanish. Spanish is kind of I don't know. There's something kind of like kind of sexy about it. It's eh, but local eh, but it's like you know kind of cool. So yeah, that or maybe French. Yeah, what are you saying, my friend? Eh, Basically, what I say is a table for four please. Oh, right, cool. Or on the door from Ash. Or she just cheese on one thing. You'll go far with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, it works for some state that way. On the. Because all those French girls love fucking cheese. Cool. But moving on, we're on to the second line. You'll be surprised to hear. Oh, on the last page! Second last page. Oh, well, we're close. <laughs> well, we're, we're, getting, we're getting there. Right, so for the next hour's worth of questions. <laughs> Have you ever skipped any classes if you do and why? Back in the, uh, back in the day, I had, um, I used to do, we had, you know, school, you had PE classes. But this is uh, when I was in like year 10 or 11. So when you do your GCSEs, it's not technically a GCSE. Uh, all your subjects are like you know graded exams, and this is more like a government initiative to basically um, do uh, classes just to keep you fit. So you didn't care as a kid because you had to do it, and the teacher didn't care because it was like there was no lesson plans. It was kind of like you had to do it kind of thing. And they do these stupid things where it'd be like all the girls sit on the benches and they wouldn't do anything, and then when the boys were like, "Oh, do you want to play?" They were like, "Yeah, football." And I was like, oh, "Same old shit." Or they do that stupid circuit training. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave when it starts listen to my music and go walk around you know local area and then come back for the next um, next uh, next lesson so one day I, um, I I went sort of out doing my usual thing and then all of a sudden all across the road I noticed a car and I was like hmm, I noticed that car it took me a couple of seconds to register and then it was it was my parents car 
I saw him coming towards me on the other side, and I thought, shit. And then I, because it happened so quickly, they, they recognized me, and I was like, fuck, what do I do? So they pulled into a side street, and um, they're like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, um, uh, <laughs> I was like, what do I say? What do I say? I'll be on my feet. So I said, um, I can't remember what I said. I think it was some of eyes of like, oh, uh, there's, I, I, I can't even honestly remember. I, I don't know if I said something like there was no teacher or, um, like nothing's going on, and then basically they scored me, and they knew what I was doing. So uh, I was in the shit for that, but they know that by the way. So that's not uh, a bad thing. But yeah, I did that because it was um, bullshit and it was no necessary. And they laugh about it now, but then I was like, dude, pointless. But yeah, that's that's my story. Yeah, fuck school. Yeah, fuck school. Yeah, well, being school corner, but fuck school. Yeah. But uh, here's another question. Is there anybody you regret having on FWZ Talk? No. Uh, I, I wish we had redone the Tyler Watson one, just because my shows are about the person behind the character, and we did a kind of in-character thing, and he wanted to do it. I asked him to be a part of it. He That was what he wanted to do, so I just did it, because I was like, fine. But it was like <laughs> it was like I was talking to someone who felt it was really inconvenient that I was talking to them, and it was just so weird. And I thought we need to we need to do that as you know as it is intended to be, which is you know behind the character and talk about life and things like that. So I wish we could do that again from the weird kind of in character thing that it was. And but no, I can't really think of anyone that I regret. I haven't really had a fallen out with anyone on there. I know I had a little mini thing with TJ Nicholson, but we're, we're all good now. He's, he's a good kid, and that was kind yeah. of because that's kind of because of other other people, and we shouldn't have you know allowed ourselves to kind of get involved in that. And go, so I you know promise never you know do that again, or even get involved in stupid things with us. You know, wonderful Dane Chapel again. So no, even with him, he's he's a good kid, and I uh, I don't regret him or, or anyone. Um, so no, no. I was touching on your relationship with Airship fellow. Spoke with both of these, and I know both of your sides. Sorry, but as I've said to TJ, hmm. uh, both of your efforts to do with. Yeah. Oh, the mitigator, but if you want to sort your own issues out, that would take you both that choice so that if you get situations, i.e., Danny, for example. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a good kid, and uh, you know, I, I didn't really think anything, you know, negative of Lee. It was just when I look back now, it's like we got all wrapped up in a stupid thing. But of course, which why you know it makes people like Danny Jackpot horrible people because you know they're the cause of all the bloody issues again and cause of people you know splitting apart. And it's more, I guess, because for me, you know, I brought Al and TJ into cool stars to kind of you know give them a bigger audience, and you know, for me, it was it was kind of a mixture of. Oh, how dare you do this to me? But when I think about that, it's just stupid. And you know, everyone's in their out their own, you know, thing. And um, yeah. we're, we're all cool, and we always were. It was just that whole situation where I was like, "Oh, why aren't you doing that?" But it was more, you know, that that side. And because I was in those servers as well with all the other people and the bad people. And now I've just removed myself from those groups now and just focus on stupid things. And it, it's, it just gets to the point where you think there's more important things and best things to do with those people who are trying to cause shit between us is to not let them do that. And just to say, you know, bye. I think I was trying to get my point across to him of these people are assholes because of what they've done to other people. And, of course, it was others that said that eventually got him to listen. But when I look back, it's just like, who cares? It's stupid. 
Moving on. Shouldn't have got a, a very big question here from whoever from Nova Scotia. But Dan's the question is, what is core? What is CAW? What is core? It is a bloody nightmare. It is, yeah. We uh, we create guys, and then we create shows on a video game, and then we um, pretend it's real, I guess. Yeah. But we take this seriously. It's a creative outlet for all us wrestling fans out there to create our own shows to see how we would book it. It's one of those questions where if you ask it to anybody, each and every other person's answer is going to be very similar or completely different. It's all yeah, it's like anything else. It's like, what is art? What is music? It's subjective, isn't it? Personal preference, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, speaking of, what do you think of the empty arena shows wrestling companies are putting on? I mean, they're all, they're okay. I can see what they're trying to do. Um, it's it's not, it's not the same without an audience. The voice of the audience makes the show. Um, but when I look at I haven't been watching WWE's once again because I don't watch it, but watching AEW's, I can see what they're doing. Um, and in a kind of weird way, it has gotten certain people over for, you know, on things that they might not have necessarily got time for because it's being a bit more louder in the ring because there's no one around. Um, and I guess because of people being quarantined, only people who are available are going to be used more. And if you look at the AEW, they've got a lot of independence guys as well who probably would have got screwed over because they would have had no work. So it's probably been good for them. So, you know, for me, I don't think it's really necessary to be doing it anyway. That's kind of more of a, oh, we need, uh, we need wrestling. No, you don't. But I hate this whole thing, like, like when, you know, Americans, like Trump come out and say, yo, I'm trying to work with the, like, the sports people, you'd have sports back in mind. This ain't the Great Depression. You don't have no live television. You want to watch sports, go bloody tune into an on-demand service. Go watch some TV. You've got the network. Go check that out. You've got New Japan World. You've got TNA and Ring of Honor, all these other ones. You just go back and watch it. We don't need wrestling. We don't need live television. I love wrestling, but I don't need it. You know, I'd rather care about the guys and gals' safety. This constant obsession of we need it is just an excuse for all the billionaires to basically still earn money four times that everybody else isn't because they're not performing and it's just putting selfishly workers at risk. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I see, uh, as you said, obviously people getting over and stuff like that. I don't really get Jack. Yeah. It transforms from a TV without a reaction. Yeah, but actually for the guys as well, it's kind of a learning experience of, you know, when you have the audience, this is, you know, what what it's all about. And I guess performing in front of an audience or without an audience probably then gets you to learn to perform in front of an audience because then it kind of teaches you what you want and what they want. Oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, it's not an essential viewing act. Yeah. In fact, that people are going to feel a lot about wrestling but I imagine feeling like it's Christmas Day and everything returns and you can go to an arena live and stuff like that is it, just for me personally the dark it's like the best way to describe it goes it, there's no atmosphere no presence and yeah. it really comes across and somebody that doesn't watch WWE anymore I do that way but 
But I, it kind of what the, the way I look at this though is if people had stopped doing wrestling, that it would have created a want for wrestling when it came back. For example, I said on the last one about NWA. As soon as the virus thing came out, NWA said well, we're going to do this Crockett Cup. We're not doing it. That's that. NWA has been on television for you know year for months now, and they had all things planned. They cancelled them all. That then means when NWA comes back, everyone's going to be chewing it on because no one's seen it for a while. You know, WWE is that whole. We can't have off season, but this would have been a great time for an off season because then it probably would have gotten to go back to the drawing board like TV shows have, where they've had to cancel seasons early and think about what they're going to do with their next seasons because they've had more time to think about it. The good on this, I mean, probably not with WWE. They probably still want to produce shit, even if they were given years to think about it. But it would have given people time to actually create that whole that learn that want for wrestling again. That's what I think NWA has done because they're not haven't done anything yet so i'll as soon as it comes back on i'll be tuning in to check it out oh absolutely that would have been a good thing for people but you know it went that way oh the absolute absence makes the heart grow fonder mm-hmm. but moving on uh have you been seeing any of the dark side of the ring documentaries oh yes i have i love love it i'm not gonna ask this question because i'm gonna get some guys on who watched it and we'll do like a little pick apart each episode because um, I'm a big proponent of Dark Sider. You see me on social media talking about it. We talked about season one with their accuracy. Uh, I haven't really talked about season two. Did a little um, small thing at the beginning of one of the shows before where we talked about what the issues, uh, the topics going to be before it came out. And I went through a little bit of them there. So we're going to do a show, but absolutely love it. If you, I can't talk more about it. If you want to see documentaries on wrestling that are outside of the, the WWE scope where they you know push their own agenda, just a balanced argument on all these topics, um, probably the best documentary series done by a company that isn't in the wrestling business. I've got people within the wrestling business, whether it be you know Dutch Mantel and Jim Cornette, Chris Jericho, Mick Foley, uh, people inside and out of it. it. You should honestly, honestly see it. it's very, very good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But Have you seen I've, it? I've seen most of it so far. Yeah, I've seen most of it too, and a couple episodes of season one, but I wouldn't wear it when about season one and season two was just actually um, the double part of the Castell and Watt documentary but oh right yeah 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 it's very uh, very good yeah we'll uh, certainly break it down um, at some point in the future absolutely it's very cinematic is what I'll say it's yeah the greatest most compelling watch in terms of wrestling documentaries but that they will say a lot of information that people don't already know but mention briefly something in regards to the Jimmy Snooker episode and yeah yeah of it, but there's a lot of details that actually missed out and not touched upon. So that even though a lot of details are brought forward that we didn't know about, there's a lot of things that left the best test with it is um, my my girlfriend's a casual wrestler. She's not really like a massive wrestling fan, but even she'll watch down and, and sit down and watch the the dark side of the ring because it's it's very I think it's put across very well to people who aren't wrestling fans if you haven't watched it. Um, so she'll watch that with me because it kind of explains situations that I could you know, explain for an hour, but it, it does a good job in doing it. And then she'll like, ask me follow up questions where I'll talk about things of the past, like what happened with this and um, yeah, with with some of the situations. So do check it out; it's really really good. Well, speaking of another dark question, and it's not dark things that are in the and but that's that you don't feel comfortable answering it, and feel free to. Ooh. Can you tell us about the day James Thomas died, as in the call stuff when Ken documentary, as he talked about it, without going into much detail, and you don't want to that time. Just say that question again, you broke up a, a bit. Yep. Can you tell us about the day James Thomas died? 
as the as in the poster tend to do without going into detail as you will just take um man that's a crazy question there yeah. no I'm cool talking about it um didn't think anyone would remember I think the clans will be yesterday talking about it overall like you know yeah, I think I might. Well, basically, anyway, yeah, because there was that 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 Call Stars Ten documentary where I think um, they they glossed over it a little bit, and I wasn't a part of it, although I was asked to be a part of it. This was when I was was out of it, but it's kind of weird how, how it worked out. But so James Thomas was a guy who did his own did his own show, kind of small end like me. It was called FOW, and he was someone that I knew just kind of around in the in the scene, as it were, just general guy, um, like playing. Uh, like doing leagues and things like that, doing stuff. He was, we were both a part of the first call all stars when that came out. And we, um, we were put together as one of the matches, the very first match, his guy from his show called Evan Roxville. And I use Smokey. I don't know why you Smokey, but whatever. Uh, they both faced each other. I know it's, I think if they put it up on the call stars uh, channel, we both face each other. Really, really good joy to work with him. We were just two guys that were just messing around and, you know, just kind of funny Western stuff. And you kind of know there's only a few people at that time that I was good with because when you get on commentary and you know you've got a chemistry with someone where it's kind of full of conversation, not awkward science. He was one of them at that time that we just had that one and only time actually that I ever commented anything with him. And that's what we did in that show. And it went across. I always remember the match like having really weird glitches in it because like the guys kept going into the crowd. It was so weird. Um, so what basically happened was, I believe... I, I was doing... I can't remember. Again, this was like when I was 15. I was doing something, and then Smokey told me that James had died. And it's kind of one of those situations where you kind of think to yourself, you know, first of all, you're thinking, oh, he's fucking with me or what? Like, it's not really a funny joke. But And then he was like, he died of a, of a heart failure. Now, I didn't know he had any history of any prior heart condition because I didn't... I mean, he could have, but then again, it's not any of my business. So... You know, who am I to, to say that? And it, it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks, man, because I know we don't have, I know we have relationships with people online and we don't, we've never met them in real life. And sometimes they have, and I never met him in real life because he's from America. But it's, it's kind of a weird experience to have someone that's there and then they're suddenly gone without any sort of understanding of why it happened and something that you didn't even know about. You know, it wasn't it, it wasn't like a, a tragic accident where it was in a car crash because then you can be like you know that's that's tragic but I I kind of was in two mindset of you know one was it a a condition that was going on and why didn't I know about it but then he's not going to tell me and two was it not a condition and just something that drastically happened especially for a kid that's 14 years old it, I'm thinking that if, if it was a drastic um, thing and when you asked me yesterday about why did I how did FWC come back? And I spoke about why I left. That was one of the reasons as well, because that really messed me up in terms of just, I didn't want to do it anymore because it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And it, it kind of made me emotional because it was a guy you knew and a guy just gone like that. And I know I'm not articulating this very well, but it's, it's kind of hard to try and understand. And people have had death and things like that, how someone could be there because there's, there's two things about it. It's, it's that one person who's there and now gone, but also something you feel like that wasn't told to you that was going on in the background. 
and that was the end of that. You know, I've still got over my Skype, uh, but it's unfortunate because the the sort of chat histories wipe after it so many times. And of course, I've been on many different computers, and it's been been years. And it's crazy because it was now it's been what well, I want to say it's been eleven years, maybe now or twelve. How many years has it been now? Maybe two thousand and ten or nine. It's got to be. Well, it's got to be ten or eleven years. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the story of it. It was. Um, I'm still curious as to how Smokey got that information. By the way, he still never told me how he got that because that was when we were we were close, and um, he was the one that kind of broke the news to me. And what I actually did was, I actually did a video on my channel that was um, me sort of explaining it to everybody and me getting upset about it, and then. It's gone from my channel because I think when I was gone from the scene, I took it down because I just didn't want people seeing my my face up there. But it's um, I, I kind of wish I kind of actually had that video so I could have gone back and checked out what I actually said and sort of seen the details of what happened because my memory is pretty hazy. But it was uh, it wasn't a nice experience. It sucked having someone go like that. It's hard to tell people because not really anyone knows apart from Sean. And I know Sean. It's it's nice to seen Sean do the stuff that he did where he put him in that Hall of Fame thing and the Evan Roxville character and stuff like that but again there's not really a lot of people from that area where it, where it was me and him and Sean and Stephen and um, Dan and all those other guys but weren't nice no but that's the, that's the story basically something that's been a mess nice from the beginning it's, I don't I didn't know James very well uh, directly as because of the Evan character Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing that sucks. You know, I want to do so many tribute show things, and even now I want to do a tournament, but I can't find you know anything on him online. And of course, I'm not going to contact his parents because that's just weird. And for some random dude they don't know, but um, even then, I I can find. Him. I still can't find him now. You know, I was going to do that James Thomas Cup for like a women's tournament with a little cup with his name on it. And I kind of wanted, you know, I asked Sean if he's got anything. He said no. All he's got is that. You know, Evan Roxville character, but I don't want to put like a, a picture of Roman Roxville because that's not him. But I can't find anything on him. I don't think I will. That's kind of the only thing that sucks. I can't really find anything to use to tribute, which I would have loved to have had, like as a picture or something. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, but we move on. It gets a bit more heart wrenching. But uh, the next question is Do you like Canadians? Oh, I love Canadians. Love my Canadian pals, old uh, Sean O'Connor, Mick McMichaels, uh, Mikey Truth, all you uh, beautiful Canadians. Well, speaking of Canadians, you may like, and the next question posed here is, why don't you like Mick McMichaels? <laughs> that bastard Mick McMichaels. I don't hate Mick McMichaels, I'm only messing around, it's my sense of humour. Um, it's, it's a joke that stemmed from um, when he was like, you know, FWZ is, uh, you know, it's, it's not really that big. So I was like, the fuck you said to me, Mick? 
So it's just a joke from there. No, Mick's a really, uh, really nice guy. I talk to him all the time. Real legitimately cool, nice guy. Um, but, you know, I, I like that he can kind of go along with the with the sense of humour. Connor Green is basically like his number one fan. And when I interview Mick again when it's a new season, I'm going to basically tell him to say something horrible about Connor Green. But, no, good sense of humour, good, legitimately nice guy. And, um, yeah, really happy to have uh, to know him. But, no, I, I don't hate him. Okay. Hate you, though. I love Amazon. But speaking of love, what are you going to be doing at Coral Star this year? Uh, I can't say because it's currently up in the air. So we'll go with not sure. It, the answer to the question is putting Sean Walsh over. But God. Well, at least I'll be doing something then. The time of year we had Ken Neistin. Okay. But, joking aside, this is another question, I don't even know if it is a question, but I'm going to read it out anyway. Play it loud, yeah, I will not allow anybody else to try and break me down. Nah, trying to make a point, let them know that. It's not the Sean Spears song. I, I, I don't know. That's the lyric to Sean Spears' AEW theme. I, I listen, I don't remember. I just remember. Yeah, I think, I think that is, but uh, yeah, thanks for that, whatever that was anyway, if that was a question. Should I sing it again? No, please don't. <laughs> but it's like it's like a rap song though. It's not a song. It's like yeah, play it loud. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I will not allow anybody else to try and break me down. Trick or trick or trick or trick or Yeah. That was the most ear terrible. But it is done in like a hip hop kind of thing, so I can't technically sing it because it doesn't. It's a rapper. Just go listen to the song, damn it. I will not allow anybody else to try and break me down. Make a point, let them know that I'm the greatest round. Yeah. Mm, kinda. I'm not a rapper. Good. But moving on to songs, and we'll take it to our band, and ask the question. Do you like the band Kiss? Yes! Yes, I do. Love Kiss. Yeah, love it, I suppose. I put them live. Oh yeah, I've seen him live at the Download Festival in, uh, in the UK. That was one of my best experiences. That man. Oh. No, I have a unfortunately. What? And it brings us back to what we did yesterday. What's your opinion, Macy and Chronic GSF situation? Oh God, do we have to talk about this? I think we may have covered that. Yes. Yeah, we. we yeah. Look, I could give you my opinion, but you'll all lynch me for it because it's probably not the popular one. Um, and if you want, you can you can contact me and we can discuss it privately. But um, again, let's not treat people. Let's not lynch mob them just because they've got a different situation or a different. Um... Yeah, for fuck's sake! Like that's that's the main thing. Like stop being like, oh, he's an asshole? Oh, okay, then, uh, he's an asshole, let me... Oh, did you say he's an asshole? Right, yeah, he's an asshole, let's, let's fuck on. Like, you don't even know what the hell is even going on. If the situation is between two people, it's no one else's business. I know everyone jumps on it and be like, yeah, well, he said, he said, she said, she said. I'm like, well, how about have a conversation with the real person? And like I mentioned, have an actual civilised argument, which we can all do, let bygones be bygones, and move on. We don't have to bloody act like he's a flipping biggest racist in the world or you know some 
weird murder or something like bloody hell. But yeah, I'm not commenting on the air, but if anyone wants to ask me, they can ask me private. I just want to throw my two cents in this one regardless of how other people feel regards to it and stuff like that. But uh, I'm friends with Ray, uh, me, I don't care for chronic dislikes or like conversations in the past, they're not both each other well enough to really be friends, but there is wrong in both sides of the equation and people shouldn't be thrown in their opinion on the matter when it's a discussion between two people. I can be friends with people on the other side and people that are closer to the situation than not and still make my own informed decision. So I'm just going to say that people that are jumping to one side, you're only just defending your friend at the end of the day. And my opinion is you're probably best keeping out of the situation because... Uh, you're just adding fuel to the fire when people that are involved in the situation are just antagonising others for reaction. And being able to say that, yeah, you're an essential employee and stuff like that. A lot of people have said essential in this. And I don't like the word essential being devalued here because there's people mm. that are nurses, EMTs, fucking paramedics that are working 24 7 on call. Yeah. Still have time to spend with their families and stuff like that. So you can use that as an excuse to an extent, but if it's an excuse that's used for dating again and again and again, it's not an excuse, it's just you excusing the laziness or your inability or disinterest in wanting to do something. But I guess the point is 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 this kind of idea of and I know people are gonna come after me and be like, eh, well, this is the situation. And I'm like let's just say for example, you know, that the situation is I ask you to do something and you didn't reply you know, that person's going to get annoyed because they're not getting anything. So you're going to get to a point where you think, well, what do I do? Are you in this or you're not? And, you know, they're not asking you to, you know, talk about this thing all the time. They're just saying, can you give me a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down or something so I know where I stand? And then it's like you call someone out and then you're the bad guy because you're causing crap. And I'm like, you know, let's not use the essential thing as, as an excuse over this because that's not really fair on other people because you know it's it's not even about that it's about you know you work from nine to five you know and, and everyone's on their goddamn phone so that's, that's bullshit it's a case of okay ha, hey man just finished work sorry i didn't comply um yeah i'll do this or no i'm not really interested anymore or you know everyone has a day off or anything like that it, it's just kind of gone from that to that to then Oh Ray, you're an asshole, and, and all this shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! If, you know, let's just take a stop, pause a second, and actually think about what this is about, and go back to, you know, I just, I just don't understand this whole mob mentality of this person doesn't like it, so this person doesn't, then this person, then then there's these three people turn to seven to twelve, and now it's all a group, and they're after this person, and I'm thinking. You don't get to complain about the sunnies of the world and the myths of the world for ganging up and doing all this stuff and VW, what this, that and the other, if you're going to do exactly the same thing that they do in terms of the gang mentality. Because that just makes you just as bad when you should be better because we don't like them because of their attitude. So that surprised me in the way that people reacted towards that. And I don't really think that's fair on... You know, guys, and I got mad love for Ray. You know, he's a good dude. He looks out for me, and I look out for him. And you know, I don't care whether people don't like him or not. You know, I'm not even saying people should like him if they they've gone the separate ways. Fine, but don't do that thing where it's we're cutting ties now, and then we make a meme tomorrow, and then we make another meme tomorrow, and then we make another meme. And I'm like, because then you still care because you're going on about it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, 
There's a few things I could add to that. Uh, first and foremost, like people probably have their own issues with race for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. Those people are generally just jumping in to be involved for that sake. I do with them, and I mean, I understand he's having a discussion at rationalised points, but if there's other people that have other issues that don't, aren't even aware of the current situation or had any connection between, say, the last few years or something, then what right do they have to input their weight into the situation just for the sake of, oh yeah, let's bad my way? Uh, as I said, I've spoken with Ray directly, uh, I've said to Ray that if for any reason anybody in the GSF side tries to play me or like try and get me to play messenger boy, go back and forward for example and pass messages across or badmouth anybody in the call star side and expect me not to react then I will just pull myself out but I'm still in DSF at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. Another thing I'd probably like to add is I don't care what anybody thinks from my opinion. If you have a problem with me having a friendship with you still being involved or not picking sides then that's just your problem. You're going to have to deal with it. Don't like it. Lump it. But that's that's the thing. If you have a discussion with someone, you know, like we're doing now, you'll always go back to the essential thing. And I think this just the whole essential thing is bloody stupid now. Like I feel like all the people that are commenting on what essential is isn't essential. Like I'm not. Neither are you. So we don't know what that is. But at the same time, you know, I've got family members who are are essential. If we're going to, you know, use that argument, and you know, you try and make time for it around it in terms of after, before, or even. Um, during times that are maybe days off or something like that and we could go bloody on and on about essential and all that shit and it's just stupid because it just devalues the whole thing for people who are you know who are nurses who have to separate themselves from their family because they don't want to obviously risk giving it to, to family members so they can't see the kids and that's hard that's cruel so you know we're, we're kind of getting it wrapped up onto you know well actually i'm essential but i work at a call center or i work at a restaurant i'm like well no dickhead that's not the same thing uh, or whatever people work it, whatever. If you're in essential, you're only essential by the requirement that you provide a service and you ha- you're required to still go to work. At the end of the day, we go round and round it. It's very simple. Someone says, hey, can you do this? Just say yes or no. If it gets to a point that you never wanted to be in it, then just say that as well. Like, don't exactly. make an excuse. Even if you just, even if you didn't want to be a part of it, then just say, I don't want to be a part of it. And then that, and then that could have just ended. But it got worse just because somebody maybe got butthurt that someone spoke to someone like that or it kind of feels like someone sort of wants to be in an argument or there's underlining issues that are going on like like let's talk about the issues that aren't anything to do with essential like that goes back to the past or situations that weren't you know talked about or whatever you work in detail even situation and walk down with you're still going to be considered essential because you're providing essential service yeah you're only essential now because this terminology and phrase essential has been thrown around in the general public. So now, or there's general essential status. And the day they're still essential, and if you're in retail being deemed essential, essential, what are you working five, six days a week, twelve hour shifts? There's nothing mm. eleven, fourteen, fifteen excessive days on end. Yeah. And hour surgeries without actually getting sat down, they don't get a break. Midway through a surgery, eight hours and go on with my lunch. As in retail, if you work a 12 hour shift, you're at least going to have an hour and a half a day on a break. Hmm. Well, at the end of the day, we could go around in this and people could come on, you know, message and be like, well, 
I only work eight hours and you don't do this and blah blah it, it really doesn't matter how about we all just grow up and have actual real conversation with each other like men do instead of you know keeping to gangs and keeping to sides rather than keeping fucking out of duty yes yes that's funny to come up for your own podcast <laughs> Well, I kind of feel like people, somebody asked that just to try and get us to, you know, say some controversial things. Oh, it's one of those things. It's either going to be a conversation that you briefly shine a light upon, or you uh, really whip a lid on it. But the only thing I can really add to it is be better people. That's what so, I said. Yeah, just be better people and stop jumping on the bandwagon. I'm just reiterating points that have already said here. But we're going to move on and bring it to a really, really much more generalised statement of life from the nature of a person with this question. And the question they posed to you, Jim Arco, is what would you choose and why? One power, two fame, or three money? Money! But moving on, do you like olive oil? The hell? Do you like olive oil? Mm, no. I didn't even know o- olive produce oil, but moving on. Well, you never heard of olive oil? I know what olive oil is. I'm just no. dumb. Oh, right, okay. Speaking of oil, did USA go to war with Russia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. So we can all sit on, uh, on the side of, uh, of the world and just laugh at them. I'm pretty sure we Well, yeah, that probably will. If we're dumb enough to do it, but. Yeah, but if you shot late, it doesn't matter what to do. You'd be the assholes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Speaking of assholes, who's the biggest dickhead in Cork? Are you asking that, or is that a question? No, that's a question. What? Who's the biggest dickhead in Cork? Mm. I don't think I've met anyone that. And there probably is, but I probably don't talk to them. Um, oh, those some of some of those fuckers in that WEDF group—they're all bunch of wankers. Well, the answer's Danny Jackpot. So okay, on. fine, we'll do that. I, I don't know if we really want to go back over this question since it's been a relative to our previous question. That's why is Mason Chronic defended so much? Oh, okay. get off this! We're not going to be start dragging shit. You can ask them that. I don't know why these people are asking the same similar questions. I don't even know who's asking them, but either way, we're moving on. And the question is, back to Paul Stars. And that question is, who should take the Paul Stars title from Ben Hopkins? You! I agree. Um, I'd, I'd like it to, to be someone that is like a newish kind of person. Not newish, but someone who's, you know, making his way through the ranks and not just, you know, another big guy, just, you know, give it give it over, I guess. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'd love to see somebody like Casey Wilkie bend the title. Oh, yeah, I'd be nice at that to, to Mikey to put that match on SPW2K of uh, Ben Hopkins versus JC Wolf for the Call Stars title in the main event. I would like to see somebody that hasn't been the champion keep the champion again. I, I think we've only had, what, five, six different champions, from what I know. Yeah. But that's only because it's under the top five rankings. <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to um, keep the, the titles on these guys for quite a while with the Core Stars one. So um, I'm guessing you bloody keep it for like three years, won't he? 
yeah, I think the top five champions are, and one of them, like, top five, with length for Rangers, AJ Young on two separate occasions. Yeah, I believe it's AJ Young as a combined... Uh... Quicksilver and Brandon Actually, Ben Hopkins should drop the Call of Stars title to Mr. Olympia. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. Under that, it could probably cat Spider Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Could always deal with some cat champion. Oh, God. Moving on to the last play. Oh, we're closer. Yay! We did it! We're nearly there, people! Woo! But either way, as Eric Silver going to face Jet Tornado at Call Star 12, there seems to be no build between either of you apart from one promo. How is this going to work if it is getting later and later? I don't know, and I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it, so uh, I don't really have a great answer for that. Well, four questions left then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. Okay. Why do I what? Why do you sound so weird? Well, it's just the way that I sound. You've, you've deeply hurt me by that comment. Oh, Wh whoever that was. I was asking the question from a fan, but it wasn't my question, and I'm going to respond to them. Uh, mind your own fucking business, asshole. Yeah! Why do you sound so weird? Why do you not sound weird? It's a side effect of being awesome. Damn right it is. Moving on from that, weirdo. Who will go down as the greatest call? It'll probably be subjective, but I think we'll probably say AJ Young, won't they? In terms of how many, like... Cool star styles he won and Huh? AJ Young? Yeah, yeah. I prefer AJ. You prefer who? AJ Old. Who the hell is AJ Old? The same as AJ Young, but in the future. Alright. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> that, that took a while for me to click, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, people. I don't know. People based on longevity, then it'll probably be them. Them guys we don't like. If it's based on that, then I think it should be just based on you know someone with probably the the best attitude and the guy who kind of helped out people the most or you know did something that because you know people, good people deserve to be rewarded. So hopefully, it goes to a person that's um, is you know just a, a good dude all round. But it'll probably end up being AJ Young, I guess maybe. That's Oh. I, I personally I think it should be somebody that's put work and all idea of who will be down, go down to great isn't something that will be opinion based it's like saying who's going to be the, who is the best wrestler yeah 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 going to differ from opinion but it should be down to who's voted or who has decided amongst a panel of peers who's contributed and helped others the most and is just in general a good dude but, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had my opinion in terms of, I mean, because I'm, I'm saying who I think it is, I'm, I haven't actually asked who I, who I probably think it should be, um, and maybe, maybe the kind of guy that won the first, or whoever was on the first call stuff, maybe, or maybe, um, 
who's been in it, when it say who's been in long enough, but all them guys tend to be arseholes. So. Yeah, but then that's the thing with you, like that, that kind of bothers me in terms of you've been around so long, and I feel like no one done anything with you. Like they're not actually put you in a position that you deserve to to be in. And you know, I see you as a character that is a cold, calculated killer, and that's something you can put inside of a storyline. And you are someone that should be put in a position who is a guy that has a long streak of running through people as a threat to then be able to give it the rub to someone else to go straight through it and no one can say well he's not ready because if you've been in it so long that's bullshit and I just see people using you and putting you in like mid card shit I'm like why the fuck are we doing that I guess I'm biased because he's my friend but at the same time as I mentioned about Jamal Ben and others I see people to what they become and that's what I see you as becoming or should be at some point anyway So you commentated that? I didn't commentate it on the Lone Star, but I did another for the match and was like... Oh, cool. The person that had got the most, or was in the Rumble the longest, was Santa Claus. And through that, we had Santa Claus versus the international champion at that point. No, cool. So, like, from basically what I did, it kind of swayed the storylines going forward. Like, this person did so well in the Rumble, so he deserves an international title shot. All those years ago, but bringing it back to the point of what we were discussing there. Yeah, I'll probably say the person, two people that I think about now, probably either AJ Young or, or Malik Brown. Oh, yeah, like, the whole me being in it for 16 years as well. Like, I've been a fan first, and how people have used me. I've always said the same people, don't bring me in at the top, let me work my way up. And the whole cold character in the tenure I've been here, I don't like the whole, I've been doing this for six, six years, so I should be here. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I deserve to be used at a, at a high end, which is, of course, people that I've worked with have done that. But yeah, I, I understand that, truly. It ties into being able to use it more, more creatively. The simple is, it doesn't matter how long I've been here, it's all about what I do. You are correct. So, moving on to what we're doing next, and that would be what would you put? And who would you put in the Coral Stars Hall of Fame? <laughs> what would I put in there? I'd put uh, some orange juice, a bed, some clothes, shreddies. Who would I put in there? How many people go in? Like, how many inductees are there per, per show? Is that I five, six? I think so far we've got five people. Right, I'll, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do five. So I'll do people who, well, well, let me just think. So... Yeah, Eddie Max probably someone that would have would have would have gone in, and, and that's kind of good. That's happened for how long he's been doing it for. Yeah, I think he's going. Yeah. I put my good personal friend, who everybody thinks I've got my head up his ass. My good friend Sean O'Connor, he'll be in the second one. I would then put in Sean Walsh, of course, for for everything that's contributed towards uh, towards everything, and then I would. Huh? 
Oh, he owes, he, well, he owes everyone royalties. He's like the Paul Heyman of CAW. I'm going to start petitioning so we can get put in the post also. Then I would put... Man, this is how I thought it was going to be. Um... I think Aaron Ref, probably. Oh, fuck him! No way! What did he ever do to you? I hate this whole like, thing of like I I know no DQ's his own thing, but it's like it's it's like a it's a, a site for wrestling, you know, dirt sheets or whatever else like that. All they provide is bullshit all the time for stuff they've not actually researched on and sources which are fake or disgruntled wrestlers that have contacted them. So Fuck it, I'm gonna get shit for that, but that's my opinion. That's an opinion to have, and I'll pass that message directly over to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell Aaron. I'm like, hey, who the fuck is this guy? Nah, 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 nah. Whatever. Um, he's like the Dave Meltzer of all dumb bloody dickheads. Uh, because oh, I've, I've got three, haven't I? I've had, that's a three. Four. What's a three? Four then would be. I kind of want to put Adam Jackpot in it, you know? The worst of the jackpot clan. Just because I feel like, in terms of his contribution to the whole fantasy stuff in, you know, booking stuff and, and the way, not just because of New Dawn Pro, but the way he, because I know he helps out with a lot of things that are, um, you know, finishes to fantasy stuff and just kind of pushing that whole way that's, you know, just just kind of funny and, and having a good time. Um, and the fifth one would be. Now we'll go with Malik Brown. Why? Because as much as, of course, I knew Malik Brown back in the day, I think for someone who's kind of been still doing this for quite a long time, just reward for the longevity. Huh? How long have you actually known him? Since 2009. That long? Mm-hmm. He's actually somebody that I'm currently living with in school yeah, I know, I saw. Keep plug, plug. Yeah. And just as a spoiler, really, interior. Well, that's not very nice. I'm not a very nice. Well, we all know that. All joking aside, I mean, one person I could probably consider for the call, so I'll probably say myself would maybe declare your war. Who? Declare your war. Yeah, but they're not going to come and accept it, are they? Cause, yeah, because I'm going about people who are active. So, Because if we're going to do that, then yeah, I'm going to talk about Zach. I'm going to talk about the UWO guy. Uh, I'm going to talk about Lone Star, although he can normally dickhead. So even him. Um, and then I know people are going to do the whole no DQ stuff and all that thing. But even like Silent um, Silent J, who used to do SMF and stuff like that. Do you remember Silent J? Was it Silent J? I think his name was. He used to do the SMF speeds. That was, that was still some of Bengals. No, it was a different guy who, um, it was like Silent J or something, and he always talked about he always wanted to go to Wendy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, very, very brief. Just because he's, like, the one of that whole thing that no one ever says anything about. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot all about him. Was, was he not Gerald J or something? Yeah, I, d- I thought he was, like, his uh, roommate of Josh's, I thought, but that would, uh, 
be someone that I would say just because, you know, no one says anything. I think he may have just been a commentator. Oh yeah, I think he was, but it was kind of just, you know, if you were talking about, you know, all, all around, again, I was originally talking about uh, people who were active, but that was um, one sort of, you know, all round. Well, if I talk about all round, especially commentators, like, nobody mentioned Exotic Guy anymore. Who? Exotic Guy. Who's Exotic Guy? Like, you tell me you don't know who Exotic Guy is. He was, like, a very old commentator in this community. No, I don't know who that is. I had healthy obsession with Waluigi for a while. Exotic Guy? Yeah, I think he was Exotic Guy 101 on YouTube. Mm, I honestly can't say that. I honestly don't know. I think he retired from commentary probably around about. I remember someone being obsessed with um, Waluigi. I think he was. I do remember someone being on the the core thing. The, you know the cores ws thing. I used to say that we used to go to to get all the. I think he might be on because I remember a person like that on there, but. Um, or oh, underground for a while as well. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a vague thing. Okay, yeah. Well, that's why I said about people are active, because the thing is, you can say all these guys, but, you know, it's, it's them actually replying and, and doing it, because I could then say Stephen. Um, I could then say, because Stephen didn't even bloody do anything, did he? Well, they, Steven Syntax, you know when they put him in? What did he say? Is Paul a fame? Well, Steven is. What, you got a from it, like? I think he is. I swear they put Steven. Yeah, because he keeps coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out, and, um. Yeah. Can he not just do the hokey hokey and turn around? Well, that's the thing that um, he he had that thing because I remember Jay coming up on the show and saying like he was good friends with him and then he left and then he uh, came back and then left and I think he was part of that documentary the Call Stars thing and then he went and then um, yes, yeah, so something along those lines, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I remember briefly what was said about him and stuff like not giving a shit anymore because there's guys like him and Yankee Boy that did like the originals. And I think even Yankee Boy's in it, but I, I can't really remember anyway. Yankee Boy, what a familiar name yet again. Yeah, I think he did some, like, I think he kind of did the Call Stars, maybe two, three, and four. Like, oh no, no, I remember Person's name. Like, I think, I'm surprised you actually remember Dr. Pizza, but don't remember fucking. Oh, do I remember Dr. Pizza? Hey guys, it's uh, Dr. Pizza here, and, uh. And that was a situation of how people could be such assholes towards one another. Oh, ACWL, Alan, uh, Alan Caesar, the fuck? Old Alan Caesar. But moving on from fucking the past histories and stuff like that and the future Hall of Fame induction. We've got last question! Yep. Last question ever! We did it. Well, now, for now, where part the call was I part of Coalition? Yeah. Yes, I was. I was part of the first two. 
Um, I was in the first one, and that was a match. And I, I remember getting in college and was like a task because then it was. Um, oh, can I be in coalition? Well, you're not a big league. I'm like, who cares? And that's kind of it was it was left for the big guys. And then after much persistence with um, with Josh, they managed to put me in. And then I got shit because my match was too long because it was three parts. But I wanted to do like a street fight where they basically go everywhere. It was uh, my uh, Smokey's dealer was his name, who is now Cameron Black in the FWZ, and Silverlight, who's still here also. And they had like a massive street fight everywhere, and then people were like, oh, this is too long, and you two argue all the time on, on commentary. And then the mysterious uh, Coalition 2 was me and a guy named, well, his name was Willie Will. Uh, name was Will. He did ICWO, and he used to do commentary with. Um, used to do like as like a Hank Hill impression and then we did a match where it was like a, a tag team champion one half of a tag team champion against one half one of his tag team champions one of my old uh, creations called Player Pain who is not in it anymore and that was like a 2010 Smack the Mercer or 2010 type thing however I believe our match is wiped from existence. The Coalition 2 stuff is on WEDF's channel, and weirdly enough, everything is there apart from that match, which seems to have been wiped for some reason. Uh, and I contacted uh, old, uh, Mr. WEDF recently, and um, I was like, what? Where is it? And he says he doesn't know. And basically, of course, I'm always good with being with friends who were rubbed in controversy, and he was rubbed in controversy because something had happened where someone had threatened to be to someone had threatened him or something and then he said he was going to take down people's videos copyright or whatever and then um he like vanished with the face of the earth it was only recently that when i talked to mr wdf he uh was done for cyber stalking charges or something and then he showed me his facebook page first time i'd ever seen it anywhere and he's now a politician oh my god so how how things change yeah he is a politician um but yes, I was part of the first two. But in a way, that's kind of how uh, Cool Stars kind of created it. was guys that were not really seen by callers and was the big guys. I was very fortunate to be a part of both. But well, maybe I'm the only person that's been part of both. But that was um, a task to be in the first one to get into the second one because we were kind of, you know, known by others in, in both communities. But that's kind of how me and James became friends because it was very much, you know, not letting him in. And that's kind of what Cool Stars was based on and just giving guys, smaller guys, opportunities in a um, sort of mashup show, which is kind of what Stephen created. <coughs> and then, um, you know, give people an opportunity rather than Coalition because that was starting to be a part of all the, you know, the high school children. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you familiar with Call Destruction Derby? No. It was an older show, probably. What <coughs> I remember was only actually two, and it was the second one I was actually a part of in 2009. I've never heard of that. It was, I think, it Caught Underground exclusive event, and it was a video that was. What the hell is Caught Underground? That was the name of the forums. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and uh, basically it was most of the content on those forums was uploaded to Filefront, which was a media file sharing site. Right. That no longer exists. Uh, that, I used to upload a lot of shows on that website myself, which is... Yeah, because is it in there like a core cool all-stars on there, which no one can get, or something? I think, 
think so. I think Filefront is no longer. Yeah, I think because of that, like, I think like three or four or something is on there, which is why no one's got it. If it's uploaded on any other website like YouTube or Dailymotion, then I could probably download it somehow. But I don't know, that's down to the content producers and how they the show and how they put the match together to work that one out. I don't even know who actually did the first Call of Stars. Well, the first one was Steven. Well, tell him to get his ass together and get the fucking first show out. No, he, yeah, he did the first one, um, and then, yeah, we kind of chipped in because I remember him being like, yeah, we're going to do the show, we're going to have all these guys involved, and everybody was involved, and then he, I remember him doing a video like, can someone do the, the rumble because... I can't be bothered. So somebody did the yeah. rumble on like Legends of WrestleMania, I think at that point, because uh, he was British, so that's why I kind of knew him. And heard all like what I'd call like the the happy kids on commentary who were doing all the screaming like, oh my god, he did this! Ah! And then again, I kind of went after that because that was towards the end. And then two, three, four, and five, I think, were done by somebody else. And I think Sean comes in at that point, and one of the one is like a missing choral star because I think it was on one of those far front sh- uh, sites. Um, well, that brings us to the end of the question. We then. did it. We oh. effing did it. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for posting a question. There are a lot more, but I thought this would be, you know, a good chunk. But even that was long enough. So that's kind of the uh, the kind of negative of uh, having a large audience. They ask so many questions, but I love answering your questions. I love you, each and every one of you, for sending me all your questions. Even you idiots that sent me uh, the stupid questions on the Ask Them page, which are things such as you know relationship problems i'm not a relationships counselor i never will be people so don't be asking me that go and ask um your relationship expert or anything like that but appreciate you sending me all these uh different questions i've, I've enjoyed my time have you enjoyed your time oh absolutely i mean i'm just looking at those mature.com as you speak great thanks I'll, for that I'll... you gotta go you gotta go tell ryan are you you gotta go tell your pal Ryan what I said. Oh, not Ryan. What's his name? Aaron. 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 Well, before we go, is there any questions that you would like to ask me? Yeah. But other than that, any questions that I would like to ask? Uh, why am I not world champion yet? <sighs> because you're in a tournament, what more do you want? A, a title in this tournament? Yeah, well, if you if you win the tournament, then you can get in the damn show, can't you? Boys. I suppose, but in terms of questions, out with that. Oh, shit, you know what I just thought? You know when you asked me the question about who I'd want to sign? I forgot to put Aether Adamus, man. Love that kid. Oh, no, I've been thinking that because I've been overwhelming when he's doing yesterday. No, I remember seeing him in. Um, what I, I think I saw him in SNW or something like that when we went on that stream to give uh, give old Jeff a uh, some support. And I saw Aether Adams, like man, this guy's cool. But yeah, that's who uh, I would add to my little my kind of Aether Adams and my Alex Jameses and my my Connors would be like my little guys. I'd like to sort of mould and current with the ECW NXT World Champion. Oh right, cool, cool. Yeah, ECW's got a lot of like young guys. They'd kind of be cool people to uh, sort of check out and. Um, 
because Bobby Mitchell, I think, has got a couple of his guys that are that his brother or something, and someone else who's going to be uh, be a part of it. So yeah, they're kind of. I think I might just poach all of ECW's uh, talent and do it like that. That might be better. I'll ask you one question, and then we can end it from there. Unless you have anything you'd like to add. And that question is: Currently, that you think is undeserving of the is there someone who I think is undeserving? Yeah, somebody that's and you just can't understand why they're in the position that they're in. I mean, if I say, then I'm going to get so much shit, aren't I? It's crony. Well, a, a, a little bit, but... Um... That's who you'd say? No, that's not who I would say. Uh, it's actually a half one. Iconic, right? Or Ray from whatever thing they're sitting on, but. You're gonna say Ray? No, like, obviously, Say like you could look at guys and think you're not you're kind of not want to say average. I'm like your, your character is a bit there and your promos are a bit on and on and on. Um, I mean, I'll happily admit I don't really get the Brandon Wolf thing because he's God. No, I like I don't I don't get it. You mean you don't get what you don't know? I don't I don't get the thing like you know. Brandon Wolf's the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread, but I, I don't get it. Like, what's his thing? You need to get to know the person. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I'm not shitting on the person. I don't know the person, I'm just saying. Like, in terms of the character, I don't get what it is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Is it just a, is it a, like a wolf thing or something? Because, it, again, it's this kind of like the best thing ever, and I'm just saying I don't get what it is. One of those ones you could be there for the Just to go along with it, but you'll question that there is much speed off. 
thought. Yeah, I, I guess the thing that would be um, that the not necessarily the characters, but when I see guys who, and I'm, of course I'm doing that cause does rumble, so it's kind of um, something that I sort of look at is when I see guys who have that same face template yeah. and haven't really bothered with their character, that's where I'm just kind of like, then you're just bland because you look like everyone else. And also when you kind of picked a face template, at least with some who manipulate it a little bit that at least have done something, but when you've got like a face template, stuck some hair on it and an attire, to me that's like, it just looks boring. It's just like, oh, you're just like everybody else. Like I know I'm not saying that you should, um, it shouldn't be something that, you know, you should always use face templates or face textures because it brings out more of the person in you. But I just think when you use it, you know, it's been done a thousand times. I do, yeah. Now, I to bring it back to the question, I'll answer it in a half an hour, you know they try and add a follow-up to it, but somebody that I think is unsterving in all the opportunities is a for them, but still receive pretty much bad credit for what they put in, I would be Stefan Who? Stefan Guerrero, he's currently in OH on Swampland. Okay. He's a different band. I've heard of the name, I don't really know the dude, but um, okay, I see your point. Okay, alright, so um, that's interesting, yeah. Again, don't, don't know the dude, but um, I guess it's with anything if you're gonna put the work in, you gotta put the work in, haven't you? Well, again, I've never seen him active in anything, so I, I, again, I don't know who it is, so I've not, never really sort of seen or known him. It is, uh, I guess, important to put the effort in, watch the shows, and uh, listen to the shows, and be a part of it. And if you like the show and listen to the content that I'm giving to you, go to the ratemypodcast.com. Give us a five-star review. Don't give us any of them four-star reviews or three-star reviews. Give us the five stars. That's what I want. Give me a good old Dave Meltzer five-star review. That's what I am looking for. You can go to ratethispodcast.com slash FWZ and you can tell me what you think of the podcast. The ratethispodcast.com is actually a website with a dude that I'm working with who's trying to get a sort of rating podcasting off the ground. Sort of test it out, see how it works and sort of see kind 
kind of how it can sort of merge into different podcast templates. So do go on there to give us both some love and sort of see how uh, how it can work, so we can get a bit more uh, feedback on how the system works. But we're out of time. We finally did all the Q and A's, answered all your questions. Uh, any questions that I haven't answered, it may have not been answered that you put through. I will go back to the Ask FM and uh, ask those questions for you and. You can maybe contact me personally and I can answer the question again. Um, and that is going to be it for this Q&A edition. Appreciate you tuning in for both part one and part two. We will be back with our regular guests, our guests back on the podcast once again. And we will certainly be giving it to you each and every week. And we, me and my compadre, Mr. McShann, are going to head on down the road. Anything you'd like to say before we leave? Yeah, definitely. Again, you're like, you're the dulcet tone of my rugged voice. Uh, but I wish you all your best in the future. Hope you can get remember of Jan Quiznot as evil as the old days. Well, well, I'm, I'm a little bit, but um, we'll probably will be being a while until we uh, do a um, another Q&A because I think we just went through all the questions ever and do it that way so we will certainly do it again but this has been the FWZ Talk Podcast I am the Jamco he is Scott McShannon and we are heading on down the road you're not a We'll